Hello and welcome back, listeners, to uh, another weekly session of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition in the Yalzar campaign. My, I'm your DM, Kenneth Morris, or Kenny. Jesus, no need to be so formal. Uh, my players, I have, should have all of them with me tonight, but one of them is running a little bit late. So with us for the starts, we have our warlock. Oh, hi, my name's Lauren. I play Ben, the halfling warlock. Our monk. Uh, hello, my name is Frodo. I'm playing Kenshi. Our paladin. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm playing Bork. And our cleric. Blub, 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 blub. You're oh, not a fish anymore. The fish cleric. <laughs> uh, he's a dwarf cleric, but he has the ability to become a fish, because fuck it, right? Um, if you want the full story on why a cleric can turn into a fish... Go listen to the other sessions. Anyway, um, we rejoin our adventurers, having just gotten off the elemental rail system, uh, to a small town named uh, Havadin, and they are following a lead to speak to the local druid named of Silvertongue, uh, but they've learned some naughty, uh, let's call it, backstory to this individual. And uh, yeah, you all arrive in Havadin. What do you want to do? Go to the bar, since that's where he's normally inhabiting. All right. Sounds um, like a plan. Yep. So, okay. the the Habitin is a nice town. Uh, it's really quite pleasant, in all honesty. It's a, a bright day, so the sun is out. Um, you know, you can... I believe I said that it was uh, mid-after, like mid-morning, like maybe, you know, not quite noonish. Uh, when you all arrived to have it in. So uh, let's keep with that. You um, Walking through the town, you can see the town is a bustle. There is a marketplace. There is several different art, uh, artisan and, um, like, you know, professional shops. You know, there's a blacksmith, there's an apothecary, there's a general store. Um, but uh, when you sort of draw close to the... In, uh, the the bar that you've heard about, you recognize something a little on the unique side about this bar that kind of makes it architecturally stand out. Um, most of the buildings that are a part of uh, Havadin's um, layout are stone uh, in construction, whereas this bar uh, is made of wood. And it does sort of definitely stand out from the rest of the buildings in the area. Um, it's not unkept or it's not an ugly house, but it, uh, or building, but you definitely notice like a lot of these buildings are made of stone. This one is not. So either it was made somewhat recently, um, and cheapy, cheaply, or there was just, you know, for some reason, different contracting used, but it's a detail that sticks out to your mind. My dwarf senses are tingling. Yeah. You you would immediately recognize that dwarf hands were involved with with the craftsmanship of pretty much the entire town, which makes which which makes sense considering the proximity of this town to the dwarven capital. Um, so you all approach, and before you even go to open the door, you can hear what sounds like yelling inside the bar. Uh, but it doesn't sound like a dispute of any kind, but it also doesn't sound like merrymaking. It just sounds like someone yelling at someone else. I think we found our guy. Yeah. Do we have to go in? Yes. Oh, one, two, three, not it. 
So you open the door, uh, and almost cartoonishly, um, a glass mug is like smashes on the other door that you didn't open, um, and shards of glass fly in front of you in in every direction, uh, almost as if the 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 glass that flew at the door, if it had just been slightly to the left, you may have opened the door directly into getting hit in the face with a thrown glass mug. Um. And after that shatter and smash happens, uh, who 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 went in first? Who opened the door? Well, if we're doing the nose goes games, Tenshi doesn't get it, so he'd go in first. Okay, cool. So you, that happens, and then you look up uh, to sort of like assess, like, oh god, am I under threat or anything? And you see this sort of tall, very angry human woman yelling. With like with a hand raised with a butcher's cleaver in her hand, yelling at this small, short, and just like emotionally defeated dwarven man. And but when she looks over and sees that someone is walking in, she immediately puts the butcher's cleaver uh, in her in her apron and turns to you all and go, "Welcome." Take care of it. And she turns away and walks into the back room. Uh, and sheepishly, this dwarven man with an unfortunately short beard walks up to the group of you uh, and invites you all to come in and sorry for the mess. Friend of yours, Ogden? Uh, no, but I'll have what she was having. I don't think you want to have that. That looks like it was a bad time. Oh, please don't mind the dwarf addresses you all. Don't mind my wife. She gets passionate about the simplest of things. Could I uh, interest you all in a drink? Maybe a meal? Uh, we're actually looking for a, a druid by the name of uh, Silvertongue. We heard that he's partial to establishments like this. Specifically this one, and it would be my great misfortune to, sell it, to tell you so. Go out to the back of the bar where the stable is. You'll find him there. Thank you. Uh, before we go, Ogden fishes through his pack and pulls out the uh, handwritten note saying that uh, Silver, Silver Tongue's debt has been paid off, and I hand it to the uh, to the dwarf. Uh, he takes it and sort of looks at you with this really weird look, like you don't look like the kind of person who comes to kill people. Um <laughs> But but is interpreting uh, that that statement as oh so he's going so the druid's going to be murdered and like reads the letter and goes oh okay so so his debts being paid in exchange for helping you all with what he's to help you with then yes well I can't imagine that he will be much use to you at this exact moment but uh, should you um, tell him of his current situation. And the sort of somewhat freedom you're uh, attempting to offer him, I'm sure he would, well, do whatever he can to help you. And like I said, just go back out the way you came and keep the bar to your left, and you'll see him in the sables. All right. Great. Thank you. I'll take the uh, note back and uh, keep that to show it to him in case we need a bribing token. Oh, <laughs> very good. Um, do... do 
you all, you yeah, you all the favor, and uh, don't don't take him off the property until my wife sees that letter you have. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're supposed to talk to her in the first place. Since she's obviously not busy right now, maybe uh, actually she seemed kind of upset. Maybe we should come back later. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's honestly probably a very good call. All right. Well, in that case, let's go find Silvertongue. Okay, so he sort of uh, walks over and grabs a dustpin and and a broom and starts to like sweep up the broken mug and you all go outside. <laughs> Where to? Uh, keep the bar on the left, head towards the back. Okay, so you I'm all. Silvertongue's going to be like in the form of something, I don't know, maybe a horse. <laughs> you all come. Well, why would he be sleeping in the barn? Yeah, maybe he passed out in the barn. Yeah. Yeah. You all come upon the stable. Um, there is a couple of strung up horses, and there is a ass that is not strung up. Uh, and it sort of, like, groggily looks at the group of you as you approach, as it just, like, munches on whatever the fuck it would be munching on. Well, if I were a betting dwarf, I'd say one of these things is not like the other. Is a silver tongue present. Um, you don't see or have any visual or auditory feedback to that question. Do we know what, what race Silvertongue is? Do we know if he's an elf? I don't believe so. Um, I'm, I think, and if, and if I, if he didn't say so, he certainly meant to. The, the elven ranger that you all saw at the little depot town mm-hmm. should have, if he didn't mention that Silvertongue is an elf. Okay, well, that's what I was thinking, considering the ranger knows him. It's only fair that he would be familiar with elves. Um, well, that's a fair makes sense. I mean, in, and in broad terms, druids are mostly elves in lore. Um, hey, Vin, uh, can you cast Detect Magic? Uh... That is a good question. <laughs> While she's fuddling with that, Borky goes up to the ass and rips out the straw from its mouth and is like, You, are you silver tongue? Um, it's sort Why of. Why is she playing with an ass? Ha! That seems that's... to be a running theme in this story. I was going to say, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we made that joke twice. Asses <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Oh, man. At least it's not on somebody's head this time. Yeah, right? Well, it's not yet, at least. Right. Give it time. So uh, you you accost the donkey and it's a donkey uh, and is done to please with. I do have with... plus four to intimidation, so do you want me to roll? No. Because <laughs> it's a donkey. No, it's it's not. It's a fucking donkey. Someone could you you could throw the book in my face and tell me that yes you can intimidate the donkey, but no. It's a donkey. You can't. You're going to um, you're going to berate I, this you're gonna berate this thing and it's gonna like rear up and kick at you. <laughs> make a deck saving throw. You asked for it. <laughs> so what we is hit this going on? <laughs> I I turn around and look to any of the other stuff to see if there's something else sleeping in them. Okay. Like, I don't know, a cat or, or a an elf. So then what what then what did you have? I don't have detect magic. Okay. But I will do like a spot check, I guess. Sure. 
So yeah, why don't why don't why don't you and um, Hayden's character both um, Ogren, Ogden both make um, perception checks. Either way, that one is enough money. You don't play well, with the exploding dice, do you? No. Perception. So grand total twenty-three. Okay. And then? Uh, six. Right. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely don't see anything, but then uh, Ogden points out that there is definitely oh, some... Oh, 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 I didn't say I pointed anything else. I want to see how this thing with the ass goes. Okay. I got a 14, by the way. Okay, yeah. You, you, you see its kicks coming a mile away because it's a fucking donkey. Um, and you're a kind of a holy warrior, so you sort of, like, take a step back and a step to the side, and it sort of, like, kicks its feet up at you, and then puts its hooves back to the ground, and just, like, a sort of, like, a, yeah, I told you so, like, sort of, it's, it, it seems to somehow impressed with itself, despite being a donkey, um, but yeah, so, like, you don't get kicked in the face or anything, you're good. <laughs> Damn. So, but Ogden, you you would definitely see that there is a pair of boots sticking out of un- underneath a pile of hay. <laughs> I'm gonna quietly keep that to myself and see how further things evolve. Okay. Are you a cleric of chaos? War, even better. And I'll spare another war. <laughs> oh Jesus. She's probably just gonna go pet one of the horses. Okay, they're they're I don't very. Think that donkey respects you there. The, the the horse is really amicable to your pets. I, I reach into the bag and pull out like a, like a half carrot or an apple or something. I probably have left over from feed it to him. a horse. What else are you gonna do with it? Right. Uh, my strategy will be to yell louder. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, 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 Tenchi, you're, you're, you, like, tried to offer an apple to the horse? Yeah. Uh, the horse is gonna go, like, audibly say in common, Oh, I love apples! And take a big bite out of it. <laughs> the double switcheroo. You're welcome. I, are, are you silver tongue? The... The horse nods its head. I found him. Oh, hey, there we go. Oh, good job, Tenchi. Oh, really so, I got over and kick at the boots. <laughs> there are boots? Uh, yeah, you, you kick at the boots and you hear a groan. And uh, what slowly and probably painstakingly pulls itself from under the pile of hay is a... Like, probably, or at least was, very drunk half-orc. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. Go back to sleep. I mean, that's probably not a great place for him to sleep. There are mites and stuff in the hay. I don't think he cares, or Tenchi. He should, though. Something nasty. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, after sort of, like, chewing up its the bite of uh, apple 
the horse standing next to, or the the horse that Tenchi is next to, I should say, um, transforms into the form of a elf, uh, elf man, and uh, he is wearing relatively simple clothing, but you can definitely, you you can look at this guy's attire and be like, oh, that's what a normal person wears if they lived in the forest. Uh, okay. Yeah, just so he, it's a little on the rugged side, it's a little on the utility side. Um, but also, he was a horse a moment ago, so there's that. <laughs> the fact that even still has clothes on is more than impressive. Uh, I mean, that's how, that's how magic it's works. It's the shape of their stuff, and it just melts into the body. Yep. Which is what weird within its own statements. It really is. <laughs> so, sort of, so sort of finishing up his chewing moment, he swallows the bite of apple goes, so... What uh, what 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 can Silvertongue do for you all? We've heard rumor that you've heard of a grove that just recently popped up, and we are interested in exploring it and wanted to see if you would be our guide. I mean, I could tell you where it is, but I don't really want to go there again. Why not? Why? I. It's far, and I don't know. I'm not really feeling up to it today. Can I roll an insight to see that he's, or if he's on? Sure. Hmm. I, I ask him what uh, what would possibly change his mind, because uh, we could definitely use the, uh, the help, because let's face it, we would get lost. Oh, I don't think you'd get lost. You just go out of the town west a little bit. Okay. You just go out of the town west and a little north, and you... You quite actually, I if, if you like came back tomorrow and said, "Hey, Silvertongue, I couldn't find the grove." I'd be like, "Well, you're dumb, and I can't help you." So I rolled a twenty on insight. Right. So for the statement that you were originally asking about, um, yeah, there's there's fear in his voice. It's not just him being lazy, which is obviously what he's attempting to play at. Uh, he, but he's he's scared of that place. He's scared to go back there. Okay, so I just bluntly ask, why are you afraid? Um, what? 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 I'm scared. It's, uh, it's fine. Can I answer I'm sorry. Answer the the monk's question. I mean. I'm a druid, right? I can I can talk to animals and handle right. all all kinds of plant monsters and stuff. But right. you're a druid, so why are you afraid of the forest? Well, it's never the forest. No one's scared of the forest. I mean, that's silly. Uh, who would be scared of a bunch of trees? But it's um, well, it's funny because it's the thing is um in the forest that I'm scared of. Because they're scary and have, like, gnashy teeth and vines and can hurt people. Hmm. I think I know where we have to go. Yeah, seems like it. Let me ask you a, an off-topic question. Why are you hanging out in a barn? Oh, oh, um, the, the... Two silver-tongued chagrin... Uh, I have to admit that, well, I don't have a lot of, well, marketable or valuable skills, but I 
uh, well, the 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 barkeeper's wife thought, well, horses are valuable. Um, why not? Why don't I pretend to be a horse? Because I'm, I you 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 guys could probably pretend to be a horse, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be that great. You probably wouldn't be really good at it. But if I pretend to be a horse, I'm I'm actually really really good at it. We saw. You so, are. So, you even love apples. Well, who doesn't like apples? I mean, what kind of a statement is that? Apples are great. But so, so yeah, I I us, go ahead. Are you telling us that uh that you're indebted to them? Oh, several hundred gold, yes. Well, what if we paid you a little bit to uh, take us out there and be our guide? But why do we have to pay him? Right. But like I said, if you would like some uh, some cash for uh, for just showing us the way, and yes, Ogden uh, out of character, Ogden's being very uh, very much demonstrating detention that he's doing this on purpose. He's not telling him about the fact that his uh, debt's already been paid. Right, and then that moment of oh again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically I'm just trying to get him to agree to help us for several, maybe a hundred coin, maybe a little bit more, and then send him back here and say, oh, by the way, we are a paper debt, so uh, all that coin that you uh, that we just gave you, yeah, you can keep that. Right. And just see how far down the road he goes. No, I'm kidding. Um, just trying to, you know, help him out a bit. Get him out of debt and give him a little bit of coin to his name. Hopefully he doesn't drink it all away. Something tells me that's going to be the case. So, so okay. So you kind of like. I'm sorry, I kind of lost like where your explanation of what you were doing and what you actually were telling Silvertongue left off. So, what I'm telling Silvertongue is that I want to pay him to guide us, and it's worth at least a hundred gold to me. Oh, I don't know. I I make pretty good money pretending to be a horse for a day and then. Running away from the people that bought me. It's pretty good money. That seems a little underhanded. Well... Are you, aren't you afraid that they're ever going to come back angry at the barkeeper? I mean, they let they let their horse go. Like, how stupid do you have to be to lose a horse? Well, let's face it. A horse is probably smarter than the person you bought. Right, but they don't know. they don't know that. <laughs> they come back. They... So you're conning these people. I'm trying oh, yeah, to pay right, my debt off. My holy warrior friend Borg. Right, and and let's fucking talk about how you're supposed to be a fucking cleric, and you're like, uh, like trying straight up, someone. you're straight up lying to this guy. I'm not lying to him. You, I just have fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, backwards ass rolls ever. Yeah, my point is you're being just as shysty. Um, it's it's a fantastic word. I'm trying to bring it back. Um, okay, so he uh, so he concedes and and is interested in taking you up on the the hundred gold offer to be your guide. Wonderful. Well, I'm gonna go get an ale right quick, and then we can set out as soon as everyone's ready. All right, here I'll show you Did through the back door. <laughs> that entirely depends on if he will like you. 
No, I could walk. I was just wondering if that was an option. <laughs> so. So he he shows you all. He shows you all to the back door of the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the stables. Um. And uh. You all walk back, you know, from the back room to the, the, the sort of lobby area where you all went the first time. And the, the mm-hmm. dwarf man is standing there and looks at you all, looks at Silver Tongue, and goes, Oh, so you all work something out? Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're going to pay him to be our guide for a little bit. Is your uh, wife around? I'd really like to get an ale. Well, you get the ale from me. Um, but for what you needed to talk to her about before, you probably want to go and uh, knock on the steel door down that hallway. There's a hallway that you all didn't come down in either direction. Hmm. All right. I thank him and say I'll be right back for that ale. And I'll pour it for you. Okay. Anyone else uh, going with steel door inside of a uh, wooden, uh, essentially, cabin? Hmm. All right, so... Anyone else going with Ogden? Um, I'm going to stay here with Silvertongue to make sure he doesn't wander off. I guess he'll order us both some food or something. Okay. He seems flaky. <laughs> yeah, we may as well eat and drink while we're here and then go out after we we're fully fed. Okay, I mean, so we yeah. already had breakfast. It's the day we get off the train. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but second, second breakfast. Elevensies. Yeah. <laughs> so Borg is going to ask the... The guy behind the counter, you know. So, um, I noticed a lot of the, the buildings here are, are stone. What made you guys decide to build this establishment in wood? Oh, dwarven contract work can be very expensive. Is is honestly the the simple answer. We intend to get the building remade in stone when we have enough in our coffers to make the project happen. Isn't the tavern one of the most profitable places in this town? Wouldn't it make more sense to build that up first? Well, we we do fine. I don't mean to downplay. I mean, we you know we we we're not the blacksmith, but we definitely survive. I mean, we've only been in operation for about a year. Are there any other wooden buildings around in this town? Um, some of the folks that live in inhabited live in wooden homes. Okay. You say they're, they're contracted by, uh, they're, they're made from dwarves? Yeah, well, as, a, as you are probably quite acquainted with, the dwarven capital city is only uh, a couple of days travel on the Ella Rail north from here. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very short ride there, and therefore, why not have some of the finest crafting hands in all of... Del Verde, make your house if they're close. Yeah, makes sense. Fair enough. You don't want going and doing the thing. He hasn't told me that I'm there yet. Oh, okay. oh so, yeah, I wanted to make sure no one else is going with you, but it sounds like you're yeah. going alone. No, um, yeah, he's, he's going alone. Alright, yeah, so you, you come, a, come up to a large steel door that Definitely stands out from the mass majority of the rest of the building that is wood. All right, and I'll like go ahead and give it three uh, strong knocks. There is a uh, 
a slit that opens up that's above your head and it closes and then there's another one closer to your height. It is. You're not my husband. What do you want? Uh, I'd like to talk to you about, uh, about Silvertongue. Is he dead? No. <laughs> no. Better, though. For you, at least. I debate that. Come in. She closes the slide, opens the door. And um, you walk into what is pretty simply like a 10 by 10 box mm-hmm. of steel. So it's like a giant safe in here. Essentially. Essentially, yeah. Huh, neat. Um, and she... Uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> And she she pulls up a chair, sets it in front of her desk as she sits at it, uh, and looks to you. And she, as she was very like uh, intimidating of a of a stature and presence before, she is not clearly like not a mean woman, just a, just an awfully shrewd business individual. Ah, there he is. There's Paris. Hey, Paris. Here I am. Hey. So, listeners, our ranger has joined us, and uh, so that's that means everyone's here. Yep. Catch you up to catch you up to uh, what's been going on. You all arrived in Habitin, okay, um, with the intentions of going to find this druid by the name of Silvertongue. You all have been given the impression that he has racked up quite a debt at the local bar. And imagine that you could find him at that bar, went to the bar, uh, saw some marital distress between the tall, broad-shouldered human woman and her husband, a short dwarf with a very sad beard. Right. Uh, You were told that Silvertongue was in the stables behind the bar. You guys went back there. There were two horses and a mule. Um... It turns out that Silvertongue has been running a con job with the bar by shapeshifting as a horse for a day, getting bought by by wanderers, letting them ride him for a day. When they're asleep, he leaves them and comes back, uh, and that and they have they've still you know made the money from selling a horse. And this this con right. is to help him pay off his debt to the bar. Which you guys have a writ that says this, you know, his debt has been paid, and you know he is to help the this group of adventurers. Uh, and right now, you guys, the the group is sitting in the bars, um, like main area, having breakfast and ale served to you, while um, Ogden Hayden's character is talking to the wife and is about to give her the letter that says that his that uh silver tongue is being excused so yeah that i do that right <laughs> so uh she takes it looks it over looks at the back of it how is it, how do i know this isn't fake i mean if you'd like to send a letter to uh back to the main town and you know deal with that lovely specter <laughs> he's kind of fun uh you could very very much go and uh and verify it but um as you can see it's stamped and it was sealed before your husband opened it. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Here's what I'll do for you. The letter tells me that even though you all are to deliver this message to me, 
it does mention that the that he or rather to say that the the money that pays his debt won't be arriving for another week so here's my offer you can take my elf and use him for whatever you need but every day he's not here working you owe me 10 gold if and when that money comes in i will pay you back all of the money you have paid me if you've paid me anything all right sounds fair um do you want me to pay up front for the use of well elf? do you intend to take him away today ideally yes uh, and for how many days there's a forest that popped up near here a grove if you will and he knows where it is i haven't seen and it intend to go there well why don't you pay pay me for three days, so 30 gold, and if you will return before then, I will naturally pay back to you what you would have overpaid for. All right. Sounds agreeable. We're basically just renting your elf with a, uh, with a chance for a refund. Naturally. All right. Uh, Ogden reaches into his coin purse and pulls out uh, 30 gold pieces. Um, she takes the gold and, and offers her hand to sort of seal the agreement. Alright. I offer my hand as well. Right hand, I assume? Sure. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, you have never received a stronger handshake in your life. Quite a grip for a young lady you have there. Ah, uh, it's good to hear a, some dwarf think that flattery can get him somewhere. <laughs> I've what I came here for. Why would I flatter you? Get out of my office. I didn't think of it that way. Oh, well, whoops. Anyway, so... As you, a woman, I picked up on that immediately. Right. You weren't there. Oh, oh wait, uh, your character's now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my character is male. Wow, I did not realize that. Yes, yes. Wait, your character was male? No. You use he pronouns, I mean. Did I? Hmm? Yeah. Subconsciously, you know. I thought you did, but maybe not. Yeah. Every once in a while, you would use uh, she, but most of the time you use yeah, sorry for the inconsistency, everybody. I I honestly just assume that people play characters of their real world gender, so I just I just go off of that. I I understand that fantasy is fantasy, but jeez, oh, pity it's twenty sixteen. What's what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, you got me there. <laughs> I uh, let me uh, let me put my cis privilege in my back pocket <laughs> and uh, hide it behind my DM screen where it's safe. Where you make us. Privileged roles, but I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for absolutely zero effect. Anyway. <laughs> Continuing. Yeah. yeah. So you so you leave the office, um, having left the writ with her, and uh, you rejoin your friends and uh, yeah. and and Silver Tongue to a nice breakfast that the uh, husband, the 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 dwarf with the sad beard, has put together. Matter settled. Uh, by the way, sir, addressing the dwarf, your your wife is in a bad mood. Oh no, she actually is in a quite nice mood today. Oh, that's good to know. 
intentionally just thinking back to the broken glass on the doors. Like, wait, that's being nice? <laughs> I don't judge where you come from. Don't judge where I live. Well, not very uh, worldly. Uh, I don't know what world you have to be of to find. Well, never mind. He sort of walks away. Anyway, the the breakfast is. I'm confused. The 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 breakfast is nice, uh, and uh, you guys finished. You guys want to head out? Uh. Yeah, as long as Silverton's willing to lead us, let's yeah. maybe yeah. we'll go now. As soon as we're done with breakfast, Bork claps his hand on the shoulder of the elf and leads him out. Yeah, he's a little closer to Bork. No, he's not. But, he, but, but Bork doesn't like him because he's conning people. <laughs> he's kind of being forced to. Silverton, no, but he's pretty much a free man now. Yeah. We're technically conning him. And then we pay him when we get back to keep him from skipping out on us. So, it's a little bit of insurance on our part. <laughs> Alright, so, um, did anyone not finish their ale with breakfast? <laughs> oh, hey, didn't have any. Didn't have any. Okay, so I you... Took, I, I, I took a sip. Okay, so it sounds like several people didn't finish their ale with breakfast? Yeah. Um, so you guys get up to leave and uh, sort of, like, look about yourself, make sure you have everything as you turn to leave, and you see Silvertongue drinking one of your uh, one of your fin- not-finished ales. Well, that explains a lot. Can I bop him on the head? Yeah, sure. Uh, you probably shouldn't be beating up our guide like that. No, oh, not, too late. Not, not very hard, just like a... <laughs> so you demonstrate on me. Right. Thanks. That's good. That's fine. <laughs> It's nice to see the fantasy relationship that I, like, mechanically made as, like, obnoxiously abusive as possible <laughs> showcased in the real world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Alright. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not hitting him to, like, hurt him. It's just kind of like a, hey, I, I, I get it, I get it. You're just on, kind of, kind of <laughs> taking the joke with him and being like, come on, man, get your shit together. Shit. Pull yourself together, man. Come on. Uh, so... You're on the clock. Right. <laughs> Don't drink you to work. Wow. Good luck with him on <laughs> that one. Over. So, uh, you guys leave, and he just sort of points um, roughly northwest. Mo- more north than west. And um, says, okay. we need to go that direction. Alright. Alright. Lead on. Before we leave, do we have enough rations and things for being outside. Yeah, I'm going to ask him how long the trek it is. Oh. Or how long he expects us to be gone. We will probably be there by middle of the night if we don't set up camp. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I got rations for 18 days. I'm fine. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm fairly certain you guys are pretty well stocked on food. Considering we haven't been in the wilderness for a whole lot. Well... And when you and after you were, you guys raided a bandit's storage room for food. Yeah, ten days worth of rations. Yeah. Oh wait, you about that. Oh crap. Okay, I'm gonna have to update that on my sheet. <laughs> yeah, you need to listen to the podcast, dude. Yeah, I do. I like. I don't have a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so you guys um, just go off and sort of maybe 30 or so steps into it, Silvertongue just kind of looks at you and goes, do you you not have horses? No, we just (laughs) got off the train. No, we have you. Oh. Um. Why? How long is this going to take now? I face pump. Yeah. (laughs) Probably two full days. Are there horses in backpacking? I think there was a horse and an ass. Horse and an ass. Two asses. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys were right the first time. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, do you guys want to try and get a ride somehow, or do you want to just go on foot? Is there uh, another place in town to purchase horses from, or is this pretty much it? Or is there a cart, or a a wagon of some sort? I imagine we could probably purchase a wagon in the marketplace. What, a wagon? I'm I'm proficient in driving wagons. Nice. Well, that requires a horse, and the only one we have access to is, hey, look, (laughs) we have a rental. Would a, would a wagon be able to get into the woods where we're going? No, we'd pro- Silvertongue chimes in that you would probably have to leave it at the edge of the grove. The grove itself is so thick that you can barely walk through it. Okay, so horses will get us in there either. Correct. Yeah. We can go see... Is there a... Place that will rent us horses in town? Uh, maybe. Don't, don't you live there? I don't go into town a lot. Do you have one of those faces? No, I just... I don't... They... People aren't the nicest, you know? Says the con artist. Hey, I'm just paying my debt. It wasn't even my idea. Fair enough. All right, can you lead us in the marketplace right quick? Uh, yeah, of maybe course. there's a place we can rent. Get a wagon, strap it up to you, and uh, you can just take us into the... Uh, I'm the, just in the uh, background room. shaking my head. Sure. I'm only need two horses. Hang on the wagon. Most wagons need two horses. Oh, for... Seems like there might be another one at this bar that we could get. All right, so he he brings you all to he brings you all to the market center, and it is a bustle with traffic and goods and uh, people trying to push their uh, their wares. And mm-hmm. not not very long after, um, you Silvertongue sort of introduces you to a guy who is selling animals, but all of his animals are you know at his farm. But is 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 mentioning that he has horses and whatnot for sale. Um, if you'd be interested. How many and how much? Well, I've got six horses for sale, and <laughs> let me grab my market guide. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I just, I always, I always say that a horse is, like, way too fucking much. Like, I'm always surprised when I'm like, yeah, that horse is 100 gold. And people are like, really? 100 gold for a horse? And then, like, I look at the book, and it's, like, 50 gold for a horse. And I'm like, 
I thought a hundred gold yeah. was a reasonable price you're for a fucking horse. Like, you're always doing like Elder Scrolls prices, yeah, or like, uh, like MMO MMO prices. Hey man, changes of RPG. <laughs> so, six horses. That's one for each of us, including the elf who could, you know, do without. Also, now would be a good time to point out. And she's just like looking a little apprehensive at the thought of riding a horse because doesn't know how. If he's not being ridden, he's just saying he'll just run off. Oh boy. Phrasing? Yeah. Alright, yeah. Gork. Since you're volunteering, you can ride the L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll stick well, with that. Well, he stands to make a lot of money from working. So it's in his best interest to not run away. Isn't that right, Silver Tongue? Do you all really think I'd bail on you? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's you awfully. You already said you con people and leave. Mm -hmm. You need she to really drop this idea that I con people. I. It's not what's going on at all. It's like <laughs> you're really stupid. Uh huh. I'm not exactly sure what a con is, but I'm pretty sure it's not something you should be doing. And I'm pretty sure you're doing a thing that you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> okay, so... Um, we only need five horses. So you're buying five horses? Actually, we only need four. Four? Yeah, if you're trying to ride a horse. Okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the, the human man that you're buying the, or talking about buying the animals from... Looks down mm -hmm. to, to Van and he goes, would you be one of the people needing a horse? I have a, a Mastiff if you'd rather ride something a bit more your size. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> well, they're also much more affordable. So generally folks of your stature generally tend to prefer them over horses for all... Yes, and what a noble beast. Indeed. No, no, absolutely. I have uh, had a family of mastiffs uh, for over 12 years. So this is a, uh, a third generation of its, of its, of its pack. So it's a, it's a damn fine dog. Quality. So that would be 20 gold for the mastiff. And I could, since you're buying how many horses? Sounds like three now. Three. Um, I could part with them for 60 gold apiece. 60 each? Yes. Okay. So we call it 200 for all four of the, the uh, animals. Right. Does that come with uh, riding, saddling, and feet? Um, not feed necessarily, but absolutely a saddle. And bridle. So, uh, I'm going to purchase the mastiff and, uh, a small stack of dog food, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Your mastiff could probably, if, if you see, like, a squirrel, just witch bolt the fuck out of it. Hey, fried squirrel for the dog. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, you you can buy feed for the for the massive really 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 cheap. Okay. How much Let's does the feed cost? Yeah. Um, the the feed is five five copper a day, so. Oh. Really, oh, it's case. like 
Like, I'm going to level with you guys. I'm not going to make you have to manage the fucking food for your mounts. Okay, great. So, yeah. No, I thought we were going to be playing Arma. No, we're not playing Arma. No, I've been in a campaign like that. That was a case to be like, well, it was fun playing with y'all. Yeah, for real. All right. So, you guys... You brought the money for her mastiff herself. I guess the three of us actually taking horses... Which I assume Bork's not going to be one of them. I'll take Bork's um, 30 gold to, to help them buy the horse. Okay. I can't ride a horse. I'm not going to be fencing out, but at the same time... You're also assuming that, uh, you know, Silvertongue's going to let you ride him. We're all assuming that. To be honest, your compliance isn't a factor here. <laughs> I'd say it is. <laughs> Was that Silvertongue saying that? No, that's me as a DM. Like, <laughs> like you should, you know, talk to Silvertongue and see if he be. Yeah, okay what a fucking novel concept that. to like, <laughs> just be like, hi. I'm going to physically use you as like a like a tool, and I don't care if you consent to that. Good, like, like. The <laughs> So, are you guys going to, like, bring this up to him at all? I don't really trust him not to run off. I guess, I don't know. I don't know. He thinks he's also, like, a good deal. I'd like to point out that I'm a half-elf, so I'm, like, low-key pretty uncomfortable with the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you're not a druid, so I'm going to be, like, side-eyeing you the entire time. Like, I won't say no. I I won't stop it, but I'll definitely be like, "Hmm, I don't know. I don't so know about this. If you ever come to a lake, I'll turn into a crocodile, and you guys can ride me. <laughs> you know, like, crocodiles don't exactly have, like, stamina, right? Like, they... It's fucking ridiculous. Alright, so I guess I'm buying a horse. Yeah. That would be the fucking takeaway, I'd say. Awkward silence. So, yeah. Um, we're still not solving the problem of and she doesn't know how to ride a horse. Actually, I, I would uh, I would ask to pose if he'd be willing to rent them, because we're only going to need them for a week tops. Well, then maybe Tenchi can... And, you know, if any of them do not come back, we pay the price of both. So would, would uh, the human be amicable to that? Um, no, not so much, but I can do this instead. It's, it's very similar to what you're asking. You buy the horses, yeah. and let's say this, you only need them for a week business, and you bring them back to Haviden, you come back to my farm, and try to sell me the same horses that you bought for me, and provided that I can assess that they are not on risk of death, I will gladly buy them uh, back at a reasonable price. That sounds fair. I'm interested. 60 gold for all of it, and uh, an extra... What, three silver for a week's worth of food? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Ogden is totally down. All right, so everyone has... So he, he's going to leave this his stall to his um, son, we'll call it. Wait, I want to know what the name of my dog is. Well, he's taking you to it. Okay. He's going to lead you all to yeah, his... Yeah, we got to go all the way back to his barn first. You guys keep saying barn. It's a farm. As you said. No. It's a farm. It's off by one letter. You guys, you guys said stable when, or said barn when you guys are going to the stable. 
And you guys are saying barn when we're going to a farm. Hey, we're not very country in this group. I understand that, but there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some imaginary like conquistador that's really distraught about that windmill. <laughs> that's about what that joke deserves. Don Quixote. Yeah. You so he he takes you on the walk. That's a little, let's call it about a half hour of a walk out of town to his farm. Introduces you all to the horses he's selling and the master that he's selling. Um, the Mastiff is like a smoky gray color, um, and is very, very friendly. Um, his name is Creed, with a K. Nice. And, uh, and he loves Ben. <laughs> so. That was in, that was in character, I said nice. Right, naturally. The you other horses don't them. have names or backstories or personalities because people don't normally give a shit about their mouths like that. Yeah. Aww. So, Aww. Right off to the side, I lean over to Bork and I say, I bet you five gold that she's not going to turn back that massive when we come back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys want to make names and personalities for your horses, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but I'm not going to strain my DM's creative, my DM creativity on every fucking animal. Well, mine's named Roach. Okay. And, uh, Roach. <laughs> Roach. Interesting. Alright, so you all set off, yeah? Yeah, mount up. Right away. Alright. Um, so you guys yeah. on the edge, the you guys, uh, on the edge of the barn, on the edge of the farm, y'all got me saying it. Um, <laughs> on the edge of the farm's land, um, Stellar Tongue like sort of reorients himself to what direction you all need to go, um, and transforms into an elk and just goes. Nice. But I assume, so yeah. We follow. Are we, we rolling out? Yeah. 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 <laughs> is a write check still a thing in this game? Um, really not for just writing. Okay, no. wonderful. Okay, okay for clarification's sake, in the last campaign, <laughs> for clarification's sake, Tenshi doesn't know how to ride a horse, so he's not going to buy one. Okay, so, well, how are you going to keep up with an animal that moves almost twice right, as fast as you? Right, what I'm thinking is that he's probably on the back of somebody else's horse, like, horse. It would probably be more likely on the back of um, Ogden's horse because he weighs less. Yeah. Mm, the plain meal kind of cancels that out. Yeah, like a half elf, yeah. Also, that's assuming Ogden's not on a horse, but he'll figure it out. Ogden Yeah, so so who's doubling up? Uh, who wants to get real close to a monk? I'll do it. Yeah, right. I'll give shit. <laughs> Yeah, the Dex Bros. Hop on. The Dex Bros. <laughs> All right. Well, very dangerous flourish. He just hops up on the horse. Okay. Oh, I'm sitting <laughs> the wrong way. Right. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> we're just doing tricks. We're just we're just like, like <laughs> doing backflips and like so we're somehow doing like a wheelie. <laughs> Some, <laughs> somehow doing a wheelie on a horse. <laughs> That's some fantasy fiction <laughs> shit, man. That's in the farm lot. 
right, so... Do the thing, like, with, like, the motorcycle, like, slides under the semi, but, like, the horse. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. The, like, the, the Bollywood thing. The Yeah. That shit happens in a Bollywood yeah. movie. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, so we take off full speed on the horses halfway out. Yep. Yeah, Arvin's still not terribly comfortable with horses, but he'll get over it. Yeah, your 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 taint will forgive you. And not lock his knees. Who made you the horse expert? The cavalryman. Oh. Oh yeah, that thing. Like you know, jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just brew stuff. Yeah. Huh. All right, to the grove. So yeah, the, the you guys just start. You guys just ride hard for like half the day, uh, and it starts to become closer to evening. The sun is starting to set, um, and uh, and Silvertongue stops and looks to you all, uh, and goes. Do you all want to rest for the night? I'm sure your horses could use it, but if not, we can press on. I feel like riding into a dangerous grove while, um, you know, unrested is probably not a wise idea. Or, you know, yeah, at night. Yeah, I need to make horse to yeah. yeah, let's set up camp for the night. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um... You set up camp. It's really, it's very easy. The, the land is quite bountiful here, so you guys are even able to successfully hunt uh, for your meal for the night. Tenchi punches a deer. No. You you walk up to a deer and it goes no and runs away from you. Okay. You sorry, it's a deer. You get within a hundred feet of it and it's already gone. Because that's how deers work. <laughs> uh, all right, Silver Tongue is very much not looking, hopefully, or is not present. Ogden's going to dig a little hole underneath his uh, his bed, drop his coin purse in it, and then bury it. Sweet. Wow. Super slick. That down. I made this guy out to be, like, an adorable, like, pathetic drunk, and you guys are like, this guy is the most morally corrupt man we've ever met. Like, <laughs> I think we've only discovered that he's really good. Well, 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 to be fair, Kitty, I have played D&D with you before. So. I mean, yeah, but like, he's not a red dragon. He's a fucking elf druid elf drunk. Druid. Yeah, but he's a con artist. And I heard like I've, I have played D&D with Kitty before. And Kitty's saying, well, it's not like he's the red, red dragon or anything. Back but she might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> In the middle of the night, you get rested. Anyway, continuing on, Augie's going to set up his bedroll on top of that. Man. Sure. <laughs> um, does uh, who wants to do first, second, and third watches? Tenshi takes first watch, but that's only because he's been spending that time setting up a hammock to sleep in. I'll take third. Um, I'll take second. Okay. What the hell is sleeping? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. you have to sleep. You're you're asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But like, oh, you know. He's just he's just got the the hashtag fuck sleep life. If yeah. somebody doesn't have dark vision and wants to sleep, I would take like the middle watch 
Uh, I'd like to take a watch, and I've got dark. All three of watches have already been spoken for, guys. I know. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, well, I'm just getting a full night's sleep. Yay. All right, so so first watch, roll a perception check. Yeah. Am I going to factor in Rats of Warning by any chance? Okay, so let's take a look at Raps of Warning, because I think you think that they do more than you think they do. I mean, I know what they do, I'm just asking, like, would this... The Raps of Warning specifically mean that you can't be surprised, and if you are unconscious and people come within 30 feet of you, you are awoken. Same with anyone in your, like, any friendly people near you. But it, like, your Raps won't be like, hey, dude, there's a shady-looking... Humanoid, 150 feet away. You might want to look into that. Okay, okay. Or if like, an, or if an archer just like wants to shoot you while you're asleep, your raps aren't gonna wake you up. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's oh. it's it's pretty. It's it's very specifically there to protect you from getting surprise rounds in combat, and that's really it. Okay. Hey, so it seems that while we were setting up camp, we tied up our horses. I mean, it's probably part of setting up. Yeah, I mean, you guys, this is not your first day out of the town, okay. so, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I, I am, assu- I am assuming a level of competence in the players. What is Silverton doing? Um, writing his next memoir, A Thousand Ways to Steal from People That Trust Me. Like, <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that? He's just a dude, he... Helped make the fire. He, he, he he's helped forage. Yeah, he's he's eating dinner. He helped forage for food. Like he might be interested in telling you his life story if you did anything other than suspect that he was the next Hitler. Like I don't know. What do you want here? <laughs> like <laughs> he's. I'll listen to hey, a campfire story. Hey, That's fine. I don't, this, is I don't, uh, this is what he does. I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. <laughs> but jeez, guys. Fuck. Wait a <laughs> really, I'm just, I'm just like just silently judging everybody. <laughs> just very just silently. Anyway, I kind of don't like elves myself. Like I'm just even this is a bridge too far for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I rolled a sixteen. To percept. Yeah, to percept. Probably would have been better to say to perceive, but yeah, yeah. Um, You're gonna need that in like five minutes left. Oh, yeah, you don't see anything. It's it's all quiet. All quiet on the western front, and the north one, and the south one, and the eastern one. All right, second watch, Vin. You want to take it? Am I rolling a perception check? That'd be it. Uh, 15? 15, yep. Everything's fine. Um, don't really see anything. Okay. And third watch. Alright, that's me. He's going to, uh... Ah, oh, jeez. Um... Sorry, hold on. Uh, six. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Real bad. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, so, yeah, everything's fine. Um, it's the morning. <laughs> Yay! You, you guys didn't get your throat slit in the middle of the night, so that's good. Yay! Um, Yay! Now, it is of note that while Tenshi is uh, taking down his hammock, um, while you're taking the hammock down off of the, the two trees that are involved, um, one of the one of the trees opens its eyes and attacks you. <gasps> That's pretty much reaction. Just man. Ah shit, dude. Man. Yeah, am I gonna make like a save for this? No, you're not being. You're not. You're not actually. He's not actually taking the attack action because again, remember, you can't be surprised. So, roll initiative. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. All of us? Well, if you want to be a part of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you're going to hear the shout of, ah, probably can look over. Yeah. Uh, I have advantage, so I'm suck on that. Yeah, I'll take that nat 20 any day. Nice. <laughs> Short down of 14. Like, I feel like with a nat, I feel like with a nat twenty, I've already punched the tree before the eyes come up, and then I just Paris, scream. Paris, <laughs> nineteen. No, no, no. Um, well, one, I guess. Thank you. But uh, how do you spell your guy's name again? H a m a n. Hanan Keen. What was it? K a r n. Hanan Karn. That's right. Um. All right, Ogden. What's your initiative? Uh, a six, so Ogden's gonna be digging up his bowl from under his knapsack. <laughs> Bork, what's your initiative? Who? Bork. Bork. Oh, Tenchi, what's your initiative? Twenty-three. <laughs> I didn't pick up. Are, are you are you proud or something? I didn't. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm proud. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And then. Shit, that's my only twenty for the day. You kidding me? <laughs> Then? 21. Alright. First on the initiative is Tenchi. Wow. I'm surprised. Um, so obviously I'm now looking at a face with teeth and a tree. No, the just just eyes, really. Just eyes, like no teeth. No. I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, so, you know, play it by ear. Okay, so um, I'm going to punch him in one of the eyes. Okay. You punch the tree. <laughs> Roll the hit. Oh, we're playing Minecraft or something? Ah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Nineteen total, and then for the extra attack action, twenty total. Sorry. So just just your two punches with martial art, right? Yeah. Nothing okay. special. All right. So it was a what and a what to hit? A nineteen and a twenty. Total. Yeah. Not that, that point. You got him. Yeah, roll my damage. Right. Uh, Mess that tree up. Yeah, yeah, get that part <laughs> all over my knuckles. Kick it in the nuts. I see what you did there. Uh, it's going to be a high wow. <laughs> Six and seven. So okay. So you put two holes in the tree that you were definitely sleeping on, and it falls over, no longer moving. <laughs> <laughs> Just like there's like dirt and bark and gunk all in my knuckles. It's just like 
Y'all saw it. It had a face. Y'all saw him. He went right at me. <laughs> I saw nothing. I see it continue digging on my uh, my gold sack. Did does, we need some firewood or something? Uh, ben, what's your initiative? What do you want to do on your initiative? So, the one tree is down. That, that's done. Right. Is there any? Is there another tree? No, the other tree that he used for his hammock is not animated in any way. So there are no more trees trying to kill us? There are no more trees trying to kill you, that is correct. Alright, I'm going to do, I guess, a perception check to see if there are more trees trying to kill us. Alright. I rolled one, so I don't fucking know. Alright, yeah. You look around and don't see anything else aggressive. Um, Okay, well, that's fine. I'll just... Go back to what I was doing, like, tree. Yep. It's Hobbit, tree. Hobbit Karn, it's your initiative. Punch the tree, you know, pretty typical. As you do. Mm. So the tree's just, the tree's just there, it just, it just fell over. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's not moving. Or yeah, so anything. like, it was just a tree, and then it like, sprouted out like arms from its body, and was like, I'm gonna give you the business, and Tenchu was like, no, no, no. no. It's his eye to be giving business today, and gave him two punches and knocked him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on those ghosts. Wait. Can I do a knowledge arcana check to see if I know what this thing is? You absolutely will on your next initiative. Oh right. Okay. So uh. Yeah, I mean. Scan the prospects for a little bit, no more. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what to do. Like, it's just, yeah, like, I, I just feel like we're just gonna be fighting trees for a little while. I just, I just stare at the. You know, I'm just looking at this tree, going, uh, wet. Just have it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It had a face. Would you like to pass your initiative? Yeah, I just kind of kneel and look at look at the tree and just and I and I'm, I'm just I'm just soaking this in. Okay. Do you want to make a like a nature check or something like that? Oh yeah. You know what? Yeah. Let's do a nature check. What a concept. Thank you, DM, for guiding the party. Yeah, sort of I'm just like nature check. nudging you guys like maybe you should look into this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get cattle frog. Eh, well. <laughs> all right. Hold. All right. Fourteen. Um, you recognize this as one of the many varieties of blight creature. Blight creatures, or the, the family of creatures known as blights, um, are malevolent spirits that inhabit <clears throat> plants and make them uh, sort of aggress to interlopers on their territory. But you do notice that, unlike most blights, where they're they're like twisted and like a... a, a a blight that has infected a tree would be like gnarled in its bark and whatnot. This one looks like a regular right. tree, so it, it it reminds you of a blight, but it's not corrupted plant. It's just animated plant. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. So I I like I like pick up like a like a like a twig that kind of fell off or like a branch that fell off. Mm-hmm. You can dig some my bark. I like. Hold it in my hand, and, I, and I'm like, it's a goddamn blight. And I like, just like crush it in my hand. <laughs> awesome. Ooh, What's up? Blight? Blight? <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, do you have anything else for your initiative? Uh, no. Okay. I think that's good. I'm satisfied. Bork, you're up. I am readying myself for if a tree or a, a tree blight, as I'm assuming this is. 
um, comes in and attacks us. And if it comes in and attacks us, I'm gonna freaking hit it with my great axe. So you're readying an action for a tree blight, and if you see it, you will attempt to charge it and hit it with your weapon. Yes. Okay. Well, your patience is rewarded because out what's out from stands the nearby tall grass is a spine-covered mass of, like, humanoid plant creature. Mm-hmm. And it sort of just, like, shoots its hands out and, like, launches uh, thorns um, in a cone at the entire party. Everyone make dexterity saving throws. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. Son of a bitch. Hey, God. Yeah. So, yes. Saving throws, we don't add our modifiers, right? You always add your modifier, but you add your proficiency if you're proficient in it. My proficiency. So on your character sheet, you should see near near your attributes, you have like saving okay. throws. Yeah. You should have a check mark next to two of them. I do. Sorry. Is one of them uh, dexterity? Yes. Then just add your dex mod to your die roll. Okay, cool. I think I just now filled out. Hold on. Because I do have dex checked out. All right, well then, so you roll the d20. You roll the d20. Add your dexterity mod and your proficiency bonus to the roll. Right, 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 right. Of course. That's all that means. I just totally forgot to put that on there. Oh, gotcha. Um, let's see. All right, Ogden, what'd you roll? For dexterity or uh, for initiative? For your check. For my check? <laughs> I crit fail. For your check. Okay, Bork, what'd you get? Thirteen. Hobbit Karn, what'd you get? Uh, Eleven. <laughs> Tenchi, what would you get? Seven. Vin, what'd you get? Eight. Yeah! How'd you fail this? <laughs> Everyone, I think. Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> the most dexterous of paladins. No, everyone I failed. I like how has no dexterous paladin of This sucks. This All is right. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the entire party takes five piercing damage. Even Yay! Cool. Awesome. You know how, you notice how I said the Sweet. whole party, right? I didn't say oh. everyone but Bork. Bork <laughs> takes the less damage. I said... The party takes five damage, meaning everybody. Okay. Okay. Sad face. Well, at least I don't have 19 health this time. I'm actually still a point, so we're good. Okay, so that's that thing's initiative. Uh, Bork, you want to take your ready action? Yes, I want to freaking hit this thing and charge it. Or charge, then hit. Okay, how much can you move? What's your movement speed? It should be on the first page. 30 feet. Okay, yeah, you can get to this then. Okay, cool. Is charge still t- uh, two times moon speed and then an attack? No, char- charge is not a thing you do. That is a total of 20. To hit? Yeah, you hit him. Go ahead and roll your most likely enough damage. Hopefully enough damage. I'm adding eight to this. What's six plus eight? 14. 14. Yeah, you that hit him. Oh, right, that's, that was the that's damage. The damage. Uh, yeah. You you vertically split him in twain. Wow. Hey, look, firewood. And uh, he so when you when you like split him, he sort of like bursts into thorns. Take one point of piercing damage because I can't roll shit. Yeah, now you can't roll shit. All right. Um, it is 
Ogden's initiative. So I'm still like hunched over my uh, little uh, satchel of gold that I'm digging up. I, I see all this go down. I'm like, oh, well, Warp's got it. And continue digging and pull up my sack of gold and tie it back to my belt. Okay. And I'm done. Uh, from another outreach of camp stands a writhing mass that looks like a bundle of snakes in the shape of a man. But it's actually actually less terrifying because it's just vines. Vin, you're unlucky. You're getting grappled by vines. Oh, boy. Uh, is there a saving throw associated with that? Yes. So he's so this, this creature is going to attack you with a vine attack. And if it hits uh-huh. you, it's going to make a grapple check. Okay. Oh, shit. That's uh, going to be... I think a 20 hits you. Yeah, and she, I think she has yeah. disadvantage because she's a uh, half-one. Disadvantage for being grappled? Maybe. Because of the size I remember modifiers. the size modifiers being a lot less ridiculous in this edition. Because I know in grappling something larger than you, you have disadvantage. I mean, it doesn't matter if you roll a 20. That's, well, that's going to fucking work. I, I didn't roll a 20, and this is not its grapple check. It's, it's to hit. Oh. So, well, it definitely hits me. Right. <laughs> okay. So here yeah. you take uh, three points of bludgeoning damage and are wrapped up in vines, attempting to wrap you in vines. Make, so wait, where do I do a saving throw? Uh, right now, you're going to be rolling a uh, athletics or an escape artist skill check, whichever you prefer. Probably going to be escape artist. I don't see escape artist on here, so I don't know what that would be. It might be a dexterity or athletics. Well, it's definitely it, athletics is strength based and dexterity is acrobatics maybe. Yes, that's what it is. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's hard with a reduced skill list, but it also makes it a lot more general and viable. Yeah. So... All right. I have a twenty for uh, acrobatics. Now, uh, let me make sure that you aren't at a disadvantage because it is a size category larger than you. Okay. I... I mean, I am nimble, so I can move through the space of any creature larger than me. I don't know if that... I guess that doesn't really help. Yeah, I'm afraid that isn't really appropriate for this. The target of your grapple must be no more than one size larger than you. It must be within your reach. Using at least one free hand, you try and see the target making a grapple. Yeah, it, do, it, it doesn't seem... Okay, so the where, where size comes into play for grappling is for moving the grappled creature. Okay. If... If it's um, two or more sizes smaller than you, you don't take a speed penalty. Okay. Because I know the uh, the grappler feet had something to do with not doing a disadvantage roll when grappling something longer than you or maintaining that grapple. Well, so and, I figured there might be an advantage. And and, and, and there and and she's not grappling it. She's trying to escape being grappled. Right. right. So that that's that's where that's going to come into play. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. You rolled a 20 in total? Uh, yeah, in total. Uh, well, you escaped the grapple, so that's good. Alright, I'm down four? Yeah, you, you oh. get bludgeoned for for three damage. Three damage, okay. And then you you feel like the vines try to, like, wrap onto you, and you sort of just, nah. Initiative resets. Tension, you're up. Uh, this new thing with all the vines that just came in. Uh, yeah, it's like, it it's like 40 feet away. Yeah, I can move that. Yeah, I, I know. Okay, so I'm going to move full movement up to it, and then attack plus flurry of blows. Okay. 
Uh, 17 on the first attack. Hit. <laughs> Nat 20 on the second attack. Critical. And a 7 on the other attack. So a hit, a crit, and a miss. Yep. So, log T. Uh, so I'm automatically doing 7 points of damage. Plus, in the second... Oh, um, speaking of that criticals, um, go ahead and keep it as a 7 damage, but I realized that I was doing criticals one of two ways, and I want to see how the party feels about it. I like okay. I like maximizing your dice, personally. We'll see other way. But uh, another way of result, resolving um, critical damage is to roll your damage as you were, but you add, you double the damage dice you roll. So I'd be rolling 2d4 instead of 1d4? Right. I'd I mean, rather have the maximize. Yeah, maximize. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I think it's more thematic, and yeah, it's it's better, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wanted yeah. to... That was also just more, it was also just more fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, right. I'm rolling a total of 11 points of damage. Okay. So, it is... Uh, and because it's affected by Flurry of Blows, I get to apply one of my nice little thingies. Uh, next on the initiative, Vin. So get your get your get your turn together. Okay. Okay. Uh, flurry of blows. Swear to God, it was here. It's one, one of them is is you push it ten feet. One of them is you trip it. Um, one of them is something else. So. Uh, I think it's it can't make an action. Yeah, until, it can't it can't make a reaction. Uh, can't make reactions until the second turn. So I'm gonna try and make, knock it. Well. Okay, and uh, what's the it DC? Must succeed, so twelve total DC. It passes. Alright. And you're up, Ben. Um, okay. I'm gonna cast um Armor of Agathis. Okay. Um do I have to roll anything to cast that? No, you just cast it. Okay. And then you gain well, the temporary hit points and if what's it? Yeah, if I you get, get five temporary hit points and any creature that hits me with the melee attack takes five full damage. Pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. Does that target yourself only, or can that go to someone else? That's her only, I believe. I think it's only me. Alright, um, Hob and Karn. I cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I shoot him with my bow. Alright, roll to hit. Alright. 19. You got him. Roll damage. Alright. Alright, so let's see. That's gonna be a little bit of math. Okay, so. Uh, 28 plus 3, so. Alright, that's 9. And then, uh, hold on, 100 mark is. 26. 2. And then. Yeah, and then 1d4. 12 damage total? Yeah. Okay. It's very dead. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you just sink an arrow into its mast, and like the the chill like spreads into the vines, and it just like falls apart. And then I say, "Stay frosty." Right. All right. So. Good old bad owl. You go ahead and uh, <laughs> drop uh, drop initiative at this point. Right. So you guys were accosted accosted by those that the those blights. What now? That's the way till we woke up. Where's Silverton? Yeah, we're kind of like hiding in one of the saddlebags on the Mastiff. Out crawls an albino rat. 
Okay, so we don't really have to worry about him. Right. He transforms back into his regular elven state. And... <laughs> I'm going to say, um, are these common around here? No, these are new. <laughs> so what is it that has you so afraid? Uh, those, those for a start. Well, he said something about a flight, because obviously you were checking the one that I had already taken down, and I was standing right there. So I think I would hear that. So I kind of go, you said it was a blight, but what's a blight? It's over time. What's a blight? That's neat. Um, I tell them what the blight is. And then we have to go through all that. Yeah, we don't have to go through all that. Don't it's just tensions just scratching his head going, but they don't look like they're messy and angry. Well, angry, but not messy. Not gnarled and, and knobbly and, and messy. That's what makes... That's, why this is so strange. They're they're not they don't look normal. Hmm. Or as normal as a blight would look. Did these things by chance uh start coming into existence around when the grove came into existence? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So would it be fair to assume that maybe every single one of the trees in this forest has the potential to get up and smack us? You know, that might be exactly Exactly the reason why I didn't, you know, want to come back here or something. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. So, on a similar but unrelated topic, does anyone know what Dryad's supposed to look like? I don't so think we ever got that clear. And her that we just murderized. I doubt we would be able to murderize the other half of the crystal of water. You would be more sentient, I think. You know? And not a tree. I'm going to guess not a tree. I mean, did you see her destroy that thing we've been hacking at? True. It would take more than one arrow. But the question still remains, we have no idea who or what we're looking for. So Silvertongue sort of jet, juts into at this point. You're looking for a dryad? Well, her name, her name is Dryad. Oh, that's... And she is the other half of the elemental of water. He sort of just like eyes open like uh, uh what? what? I called my arms. <laughs> you uh you didn't think I was offering you a hundred gold for free, did you? But what what happened to the crystals? That's what we're trying to figure out. We're hoping that someone broke them. <laughs> just send a book, someone broke them. <laughs> yeah. Sort of just someone like the sort of uh express himself he sort of just like but most likely like a, a sudden like a, like a knee-jerk reaction transforms into a, a mouse Tenchi picks him up before he scurries away and he doesn't try to scurry away he's just fucking terrified because you guys were just like you guys are just like yeah we're hunting down one of the demigods that ruled this world and he was like um what <laughs> no, no, to be clear we're not hunting her we're trying to find her and help her we already helped her sister. Yeah, exactly. Who's this guy can shoot uh, frosty bolts, frosty arrows. The big guy over here. What? What is it you can do again? You punch frost or something? No, no. She said something about being as swift on land, uh, swift in water as I am on land. Yeah, that's or, right. I don't know because I don't really go for a swim all that much. You should try it sometime. It's fun. I don't get to turn into a fish like you. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I can show you to the grove. We're almost there. Let's just, you know, it'll be fine, right? Yeah, there's... We the horses out there. It'll be fine! We'll take them with us. Tenchi asks, uh, Silvico, do you want to stay in a mouse and ride in my pocket? No, that's fine. Really. So he puts him back in the massive bag. He climbs out and turns into an elk and goes, well, let's go, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys travel for about half a day. Um, pretty peacefully, really. And, uh, not before long, you see what looks like a giant fucking broccoli <laughs> in the distance, but is actually, like, just super dense woods. Never was a fan of green things. I guess that's where we're heading, then. Yeah. Yep. So you guys, you guys have, uh, on your travels for sort of half a day, you've occasionally seen, like, other of these, like, blight creatures just, like, walking. Walking around, looking for something. Looking for something? Yeah, they seem to just be, like, walking around, like, coasting their eyes around. And they, for the most but they're part, not interested in us. Yeah, they, for the most part, leave us alone. Well, I mean, they might, like, look to your all's direction, but you're traveling on horseback. Like, unless you guys, unless you stop or, like, run towards them, they can't really do anything about you. And, and as you kind of pass them, they just sort of, like, look as you pass and then just keep going the way they were going. But it's very obvious that they're actually looking for something, correct? And we don't need to make perception checks on that? I mean, characters know. they could be scouting, they could be searching for something. It's hard to intuit, but, they're like, okay. they're clearly going out from the grove for some reason. Oh, so they're moving away from the point of origin, which would be the game. Bork turns to, to Silvertongue. Where are all these blights going? Do they actually end up going to the town, or...? No, or... no, the, the Grove's been here for a couple of weeks now, and I, I've, been, I've been here once before, and they didn't even leave the forest when I was there, so they are clearly just now starting to creep out. So I, what if she's curious about the outside world and this is how she plans to interact with them? Well, that's hmm. bad, right? I mean, you know, blights well, aren't smart. Well, the blights aren't smart, but if they're under her control, they might be. She's as making a law as I am. Yeah. Hmm. But they're definitely heading away from the groups and kind of standing <clears throat> out. Right. Question for you, Silvertongue? The uh, edge of the grove that we just entered. Or are approaching. I'm sorry, what was that? You're approaching it. You're not in it yet. Okay. Oh, we're not even in it yet. Okay, well, that answers my question. So they are going outside of what used to be their boundary. Right. Okay, there we go then. All right, so yeah, let's just go ahead and say you guys are, like, maybe within 100 feet of the edge of this super dense forest. Um, okay. Silvertongue offers to guard the horses and to sort of, like... For the first time since you've met him, to showcase that he is willing to have a spine for something, he transforms into a bear and like roars at, at the at the like the sky. Don't don't do that. You'll scare the horse. Well, if you're willing to uh, go for that, sure. You'll uh, you'll be here when we finish, right? Yes. You guys know where I live, and there's nowhere else for me to go, so. Why not? There's a gold in it for you, which is pretty awesome, right? Yeah, it's okay. 
<laughs> All right. This, this big bear who sounds like he's unsure of himself. Right. <laughs> There's scurrying there. It's all a big bear. Orc crumbles. All right. Well, yeah, if you want to guard the horses and the masters as well, I assume. Yeah, well, I'll leave him. Okay, great. Well, then, uh, there's no reason for the five of us to hang around. Let's head on deeper in. Creed kind of yep. whimpers when you leave. Oh, um, wait, hold on. Before we go in, uh, can we do, like, I mean, I took damage. I don't know about you guys. I'd like to do a, uh, wait, has, it, has it been, like, a short rest? Yeah, your guys' or? travel to here has been a short rest. So do you, do you guys want to use a hit die? Yeah. Okay, sure. go ahead and roll a hit die to regain some hit points. Yeah, I can do that. I don't want to be down five going in this way if we have to. Hey, look at that. Yeah, we all did this. The entire party oh, took yeah, damage. Yeah, that's right. That's high. Stop cheating, Hayden. God. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't written down. I just totally forgot about it. <laughs> so we roll a hit back. Everybody did. Okay. Yeah, and because you're wearing the wound of of uh, of wound the the pair of it of wound closure, you recover twice as much, Thorg. So what did everyone get? <laughs> you rolled. You only rolled three hit points back. Yeah. Okay. Uh. That's true. I went back up to full. I was at 20. It's I not. Six. I'm at 25. Oh, that's a nine. I'm sorry. I still have that. <laughs> so. so I didn't appeal for two. Okay. So. so uh, how are you going to take a uh, hit die of healing, uh, Paris? Um. Sure. Okay, so just roll your hit die, which is like a D8 or a D10 for a Rager. Yeah, mine is a D10. Eight. Alright, you're full heal. So everyone's yeah, back yeah. to full hit points except for uh, Lauren, who's five down, and uh, Hayden, who's how much down? Three. Three down. Three down. Yep. Okay. Uh, Vin, do you want some magical healing? Um, yeah, I think so. Alright. I'm going to expel a, expand a single uh, Cure Wounds as a first level spell. Okay. To heal you for eight more damage. Okay. I should bring back up the full. I appreciate it. Um, no so, at, so as you guys are sort of back up to, you know, operating levels, do you guys approach the Grove? Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Who speaks Sylvan? I do. No. Oh, oh, shit, no, that's my other one, I was going to say, yeah, I speak silver. No, that's my fucking wizard. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay, so it's just Vin. Mm-hmm. So as you all approach, a a circle of runes appear, and a pair, like, like a huge tree that you all would, like, probably are going to walk around, like, opens and splits into two trees, and a pathway opens up. Well, that was sweet. More welcoming than I expected. So... Were like the runes in Sylvan, or? Well, there there is a voice that that everyone oh. hears that, but only you are gonna be able to understand because it's in Sylvan. Okay. Um, and it's going to say, "Emissaries of my sister, I welcome you. I can feel her presence in you." 
okay, I'm going to relay that message to the group and be like, all right, guys, I don't, you know, unless this is a horrible trip, I think we're okay. I, uh, oh, she knows. Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think we should get on it. Jinxie just cinches his pack up a little bit tighter and is just very uneasily about it. Yep. I don't, I don't like this. Good thing we have someone to guard our horses. Who is renowned for taking off. Yeah, right. You made that up! <laughs> we are making a lot of assumptions about this guy. He's renowned for being a drunk. And a formerly great druid. Right. That also goes... And <laughs> Completely no. out of character. I, I get the impression that you really like druids in 5th uh, edition, huh, Kenny? Uh, not so, so much. We've met three of them since we started this. <laughs> yeah, his caravan's like half druid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, bear, like, well, bear, we'll bear in mind the subject part. matter. Like, the subject matter of what you guys are dealing with is why they're so prevalent. <laughs> yeah. uh, that makes sense. Right, right, right. right. Anyway, um... So yeah, do you guys walk in? Yes. As well, we've been invited. Nope. Thank God we don't need a machete. So you guys walk in. Uh, it's a narrow path, maybe 10 feet wide. Um, and uh, you just sort of like start to walk down this like path that's lit with will-o'-wisp light. Because the, the canopy is just too dense. There's no sunlight. Um, maybe the uh, uh, Maybe the occasional beam comes in. It's, it's going to be like this very surreal kind of almost like something that came straight out of World of Warcraft's their elf section where it's just very dark and only I, really I would wisps. say I would say more like like how um, Mirkwood Forest is described in the Hobbit book like Ooh. this is a magical forest like this place did not exist a month ago and it only came to be because a demigod was like there's a forest here now. <laughs> Uh, so it's hugely magical. There are will-o'-wisps, and it's you don't need your dark vision to see. It's 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 quite well lit um, from just all of the 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 will-o'-wisp lighting this path for you, almost as if they're like showing you the way. Yes, please walk this way. Go to your deaths. Well, yeah, that's how the stories go. Um, oh boy. But you can see, like, if you guys look off to the right or the left off the pathway, there are lights just like. Like almost like respecting your presence, presence. Like, almost as if you are like 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 peasants and and people of a city welcoming like a war party home from war or something like that. Or you know, heroes in a small town. Yeah. Because we like bodied that one like really bad, and they just like. <laughs> no, it's because they. It's no, I... because Dryad consents the presence of her sister undying. In well, us because we've been well you guys don't know that. Course. Only Vin yeah. knows that. And her well, explanation. Oh, yeah, you did? I thought your explanation was just like, we seem like we're good, we should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of bad. I rolled really high on that inside check. I could infer that. We're fine. Can you? <laughs> I might actually be able to get that. But no, uh, she All didn't right. tell us. Yeah, okay. But yeah, no, the the one blight's okay. like they fucking kick Greg's ass in like one go. I mean, I wouldn't touch it, man. <laughs> 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 you used to tree friend, right? 
continue. Right. So you guys go just walk down this <laughs> really nice uh, pathway for, let's call it what feels like an hour. Um, and the sort of feel of the forest goes from, like, dense wood to almost gross. Uh, to almost fungal, where, like, you start seeing, like, motes of spores, like, floating through the air. And okay. you get to the center uh, of the grove, and uh, you can see that there is a huge singular mushroom just hanging out. Oh god, please don't let it be a caterpillar. <laughs> don't need that right now. So, uh, I start, I, I, I scan the room for a, a gigantic hookah. <laughs> you find no such device. Ogden walks straight up. Time. Don't poke it. I'm not gonna poke it. Don't eat it. <laughs> I make no promises. He has good fortitude against poison. I have a better survival check. I don't think this is poisonous. Don't eat it. I walk up to the mushrooms. Okay. Hello. What if it's the good kind of poison? You know what I mean? <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> you like your you guys you... Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That good good. Anyway, um so sort of uh, appearing out of what was what you thought like just a like a fold in the flesh membrane of the stalk of the mushroom. A giant, like, eye opens and looks down at you, Ogden. Oh, that's not creepy. The eye has almost like an octopus sort of look to it, just in terms of, like, the pupil and all that. Um, and it sort of grumbles out in, uh, in Sylvan, Who dares enter my realm? I turn around to Vin and say, Translation, please. Uh, he wants, or it wants to know who we are. So, um, I'm gonna say in Sylvan, uh, hello, we mean no harm. Uh, we are here to visit, uh, Dryad, the, uh, other half of the water crystal. Yeah, the other half of the water crystal. She is no longer here, and your presence is undesired. Combat stance. Why? Uh, so I'm going to tell people, uh-oh, I think we might be in trouble. Combat stance? Why? What would you say? Uh, he said we're not welcome, and that Dryad is no longer here. But you said so she invited us in. And why did you ask him where Dryad is? Where's Dryad? There was an interloper, and this interloper threatened and scared Dryad. She left this one to guard this grove from future interloper, but she has fled to the greatest of forests in all of Yalzar. Oh, shit. Insight? And what's the greatest forest in all of Yalzar? Um, that would, uh, 
probably be the giant rainforest on Yalzar Majora. Okay, um, so I'm going to relay this to my teammates um, and do a... Like an insight check to see if this mushroom is lying to us. Okay. <laughs> is the mushroom lying? Questions. The questions you didn't think you'd ask. Uh, I got a 19. Ooh. On insight to the fungus? Yes. Okay. Uh, it seems 100% truthful. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, bear in mind. Her, at, at, ask it about. Uh, the interlopers. The interloper, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so um Who were these interlopers that caused Dryad to flee? Not Lopers. One. Who was the one interloper? Tall creature, black armor, horned helm, and great hammer. It Don't did not speak to tall. this one. But it spoke to Dryad. What did it say? We do not know. It spoke a tongue above us. Alright, so I'm going to tell uh, this to my teammates. Um, and let's see. Um, Can I do, I don't know, an, maybe a investigation check? Like, I just want to see if I know who this person is. It was pretty distinct. Uh, description. Okay, so um, you probably have to do like a knowledge history, maybe? Okay. Or something like that? Sure, I'll do a knowledge history. It's uh, a 12. There are great uh, many known heroes, and plenty of them uh, probably favored black armor, but there is no great figure that calls to mind from that description alone. Okay, um, can I do, sorry, not to, like, totally, can I do an arcana check as well, in case it's, like, something, a magical bad guy? Trying to, oh, no, that's not gonna, that's not hmm? what that skill does. What? That's not gonna okay. be applicable. No? Arc no. Arcana check, like, you, you do that for, like, something that's right in front of you, right? Like, or something that you know specifically is magical. Well, yeah, yeah, just to, to, to study the magical attributes of something that you can analyze. Okay. Yeah, you um, can't discern through our common knowledge if something is magical based on. Like, yeah, you are kind of like to figure out like what kind of magic it is. Like, we know. Well, that thing's fucking weird and glowy. It might be magical. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So. So then, I guess, what do you guys think you should do? Go. So, how long ago was he here? Uh, how long ago did Dryad flee? I exist because she fled. I came to be two moons ago. Two weeks ago? Uh, so I'm going to tell him two moons ago. So that's two weeks, right? It's two months, I thought. Yes. Two months? Yeah. So how long how long have the crystals been broken then? Wait, how how that doesn't make sense because how how when did the grove appear? I thought it had like just appeared. No, the the, the first person to report the grove was Silvertongue, and he said he found it a month ago. 
And so the crystals have been shattered, or at least that's the new assumption. Ask yeah. him about the tree blights. Okay. Um. So. Um. What they're searching for, where they're going. Yeah, I'm ask. I'll ask him. Uh, we came across many uh, tree blight creatures on our journey here. Uh, do you know what they are searching for? What their goals are? They are searching for Dryad. Uh, why? They are lost without her. Okay. So, tell that to my... It would make sense why they didn't attack us until we attacked them. Yeah. But what happens if they wander too far? They will cease to be. So they can only go so far before they're... Right. This well, they will right. fall apart back to the earth, you could probably infer. Okay. Um, so we don't actually have to worry about them making it too far. Maybe close to, this, to the town, but I doubt they'll make it that far and cause trouble. Right. Yeah. Oh, my vote is going to this new forest. No, now we have a new player in the deck here, and it's the man in black. Yeah, but man also, in black with a hammer, is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah. How far away is the southern forest? Like, this is not something we can travel to within a few days, right? No, the rainforest is on Yalzar Majora. It's not it's on a completely different continent. Yeah, that's gonna be months. But there's one other question that Kenshi has. It's why was the man in black looking for Dryad? Um, yeah, I'll ask uh why was the uh, man in black armor looking for Dryad? As I have told you, little one, I did not know the language he spoke. I could not tell you. Um, okay, so I'll tell Tenshi that. So what would scare the goddess or the god or demigod or something of it? Illusions, but it might be the one that actually broke the crystal in the first place. It's not a bad thing to jump to. For some servant thereof. Do you guys want to explore this grove more? Just to make sure, see if there are any clues, or do you want to, uh. I don't think they would really go back to town. Personally, I think time is of the essence. If he's looking for a dryad, then he's already ahead on the trail. I don't think he's looking for Dryad. I think Dryad is running from him because of what he is. Are we fairly common, uh, uh, confident this thing doesn't speak common? Well, it hasn't responded to us yet while we're speaking common. I posed the question, do we trust this thing? Dryad invited us in. Her, her voice and her runes we're on the uh, gateway, essentially, that welcome yeah. She's got, if, if at the very absolute least, she's got lingering power here that's informing her that we're here. It did seem quite strange. From what I can tell, this fungus is telling the truth, but, you know, who knows? Divergent for the creature that came. Yeah. Were we expect? I'm guessing we were expected by John something. Hey, uh, Common Karn, question for you. Yeah. 
Could you look around and see if you see any sort of, I don't know, heavy set invented armored footprints to see if maybe there's any credence to the story that he's telling us? I will actually help him with that because I get bonuses and survival, so the two of us can go off and do it. And yes, I'm specifically yeah, using the help that. action. Okay. <laughs> so that's a that's a survival check. Yeah. So you, you do you do you take the survival check with advantage. Tight. Yeah, I got your back. Tight, 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 tight. Oh. Okay. What's his face? Oh. I'm breaking bad. Two, two, two go. Okay, two go. Um. So Hold since on. that, since oh, seeing how. I freaking. Hold on. My sure. virtual dice are. Shit in the bed right now. Okay. Okay. It's back up. All right. We're going to roll, and then, um, it's wisdom modifier plus your proficiency. Plus yeah. Can you take the higher of the two? So Thirteen. Yeah. How much? Nineteen. Uh, yeah. Wow. What was it? <laughs> Fourteen. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, other than your guys' footprints, there is. Literally no footprints here, at all. Hmm. Okay. Well, we know a few things. One, the blights did not attack us until daybreak, um, and it almost seemed like a random occurrence because going through, and even leading into the grove itself, we were unaccosted. So they were clearly not interested in, in tangling with us, for lack of a better term, and pardon the pun. Um, two, we were allowed entrance into the grove by Dryad herself, because she recognized her sister's presence in us. Oh, I wanted to point something out, because you guys made this assumption, and I want to set the record straight for consistency on the story. Um, right. You guys haven't exactly been, like, taking note of the lunar cycle, and I really don't want to make this, like, a super big deal, but there is no such thing as, like, you guys don't have calendars or anything. Um, the the moon was recent, so if this creature said two moons ago, it's probably only a little over a month. So okay. not two full okay. months. I just didn't want you guys to think that there was, like, all this huge, like, extra month of time yeah. that there wasn't. Okay, so it's only been a month. Well, a month and some days. Like, let's true. call it a month and a week, because you guys have been okay. traveling. Uh, so at this sort of lack of input to the, the mushroom, it's going to sort of bellow loudly that, you know, the, the ground shudders a little. Um, but again, only in Sylvan, so Vin's the only person that's going to understand it. Uh, what are you searching for? Do you dare take the power she left here? Wait. Oh, I don't hear it. Uh, here. Mushroom says there's some kind of power she left behind. Who was it meant for? Uh, what is this power she left behind? No, no, no. Hmm? Well, that's what she Who said. You can't for? fucking... Yeah, uh, he answers the question you posed. 
Uh, and <laughs> what was it exactly? Um, what was the power? What was the power? Um, he, he says he's sort of like a mushroom, like you know, point like I'm trying to like think how he would point to himself, like like, and it would be like an organic thing. Um, he sort of like gestures, if you will, to itself, and and uh, says. She left power so that I can guard this place. Then no, that's not why we were here. Um, okay, apparently the mushroom dude is the power that she left behind. Some kind of guardian? Um. Then no, that's not what we're looking for. We were looking for Dryad. Yeah. Uh, you guys wanna... So I I feel like we have sort of two basic options. One would be to leave this place and continue our quest. And then the other would be to spend the next day or two days searching this grove. How big is the grove? Um, is, it, is it pretty big? It's, I mean, you guys walked to the center of it in like half an hour, so. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Um, if we've already or at the center of it. I guess it's... Probably we would have come across anything of note. I don't know. Right. You guys want to head back or look around some more? I still can't feel that we've gotten everything. I feel like there's something missing. Like, we haven't asked the right question. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, uh... Take out my holy symbol and sit down and start prepping a ritual. Just cast out Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay, you know, All right. So, who does whatever you know. else? Oh, no, we know. Uh, Dryad was here. She invited us in. Talked to a man black. Uh, Mushroom Man didn't understand it. Mushroom Man's only been here for about a month and change. Dryad's no longer here. Fled to most likely place being the biggest forest in existence, meaning the rainforest. Leaving behind the mushroom with power to guard the grove. The man in black clearly scares her into leaving the grove that we assume she created. Yeah. So, there's two things that we now have to investigate. One being the man in black, two being the location of Dryad, which is both the easier and the more difficult of the two. Because we know where she's going, it's just where she's going is literally the biggest forest. So we're searching for a proverbial needle in a haystack. And one that's like months of travel away. Right, which means we're already behind on that one. Not to mention mm-hmm. Mystery Man in Black, who sounds like he's bad news. Does the mushroom know if the Man in Black has left and gone after... Dryad? No, he doesn't know. You want me to ask? He, he just answered it. Yeah. Yeah, it's assumed that all things are probably going to be translated. Did um, the mushrooms notice whether or not the man in black lingered in this grove after Dryad left? Instead of answering the question, he asks, Who exactly are you miserable persons? 
<laughs> We've been tasked in repairing the crystals to restore them to themselves. We have come to help your goddess. Not just this one, but all of them. Yeah, all of them. And your translator says what exactly? Um, that exactly. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> then you are whom I've been guarding this power for. Oh, oh nice. Are you here to assist us in any way? I think this is assistance. Oh. I am here to test you. To test us. Cor- correction, that's not assistance. I know what test means. That's not assistance. <laughs> and once we prove ourselves, uh, what happens? I will. I will offer my life to give to you the power that Dryad left. Alright, guys. Sounds like if we defeat this thing, we get... No, not defeat. Pass the test. Pass the test. That's true. It's defeating this test. What is the test? Um, What is the test? Two um, mushroom men sort of rise from the... Just like, by the way, this, this clearing that you guys are in is very circular... And it is just everywhere outside of the pathway that you walked in on is just like small mushrooms everywhere. Like, if you walked off this path, you'd be ankle deep in mushrooms. Oh, that's cute. Oh, cool. Awesome. That doesn't... That doesn't seem seem really bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. That seems seems safe. (laughs) So, from this, like, floor carpeting of mushroom to men made of mushrooms stand up from opposite one on each side of the road and walk onto the road facing the two of you. Or facing the group of you, rather. I was going to say, it Yeah. Um, The one of them uh, sort of raises its arm and its arm, like, it, like, it, like, pulls its, like, mushroomy flesh away from its own arm until its arm is more like a blade. And then it chops... At the other mushroom man, who like falls down and is dying. What? Say that again. I'm sorry. One mushroom just killed another one. Well, is it incapacitated? It. It's it's it could die. Okay. Um. So I'm guessing the 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 test is either do we kill the mushroom that just incapacitated the other mushroom, or do we help the one that fell? Do we avenge or do we heal? What is the test? Tenchi just asks out loud. So what's the test? I'm going to say that we need to to, to heal. No, this is Tenchi literally asking out loud. What did it do to the mushroom that it incapacitated? It, like, slashed at it with its, like, arm sword thing. Okay. So it, it just slices it. It didn't, like, slice off any limbs or anything. It just sliced at it. Yeah, it's, like, sliced through its torso, and, like, there's a big cut in it, and it's, like, on the ground, like, dying. And is the mushroom that made the attack just looming over him? No, like, it just... Looking it, at us, or it looked at you he... the... It looked at you all the entire time. Alright, I move towards 
Bork is going to move towards the, the mushroom that that fell down. Okay. As is Ogden. Alright. Tenshu's going to move. The mushroom doesn't do anything. No. You all walk up and he's just standing there still like arm blade like dripping with do. the lifeblood of this creature? I don't know. Do you want to try and heal him and already an attack and mm-hmm. just attacking? Cure wounds on the uh, mushroom thing? Or okay. would, would mending be more appropriate? It's a it's a living being. Alright, secure so wounds. Grand total of eight. Okay. The wound closes and both of the mushroom beings like fall apart into mushrooms that just like bounce on the ground. Okay. Uh and there is like sort of a a noise step coming from the big mushroom, and uh, again, and Sylvan, so only Vin understands, goes very good. You understand the tenets that Dryad upholds: that all life is sacred, and all life should be helped. I will see how you handle another test. This right, one. So good. I'm gonna tell you guys. Confused. He asked. Did I kill it by healing it? What happened? No, 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 you didn't. Win. <laughs> uh, apparently, Dryad values all life. Healing was the right place. We got another test coming our way. Um, is this next test like a like a? There's like two. There's one like down in a second. one 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 mushroom on one one. Like a, there's a, uh, <laughs> this is no no. This is not the trolley oh, fucking okay. dilemma. On one side and then five mushrooms on the other. We have to pick. Yeah. <laughs> We have enough people we don't have to choose. Fuck you, Frodo. That's not the question. I know, but that's my answer. Fuck you. Uh, no. Um, yeah. First of all, it would be an Ella Rail track. Second of all, yeah. God damn it. Um, Okay. So, a a tome, sort of like a like a pedestal made of like vines and, and plant life, comes up from the ground before the the, the big mushroom, mm-hmm. and on the pedestal is a tome. Hmm. I look towards it. I walk up to the book, to the tome. Yeah. What does it uh look like? Very, very, very similar to your Book of Shadows. Um, I'm just gonna look. Look. I got a, I got a little bit of um, white noise there for a moment. Yeah, it was really loud. That must have been on your end because I heard it, but it was pretty quiet. Yeah, it wasn't that loud. Okay. So. Uh, I'm gonna open the book. Okay. So, the the first page sort of is is written in Sylvan, and it you begin to read it, and you realize that this is exactly the same text that is on the first page of your Book of Shadows. It's the same Archfey writing to you. Um, so, 
I'll turn the next page, I guess. Same thing. Each page you look at is 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 identical to what you've already memorized as of your as your book of shadows. Um, I'm gonna touch my side. Is my book still there? Yes. Or writes up. Well, what does it say? Um, it's a copy of uh my book that you know contains my uh, spells and instructions. Secrets as well. Secrets. Interesting. It's exactly what's in my book. Um, Do you open your book, or are you just checking to see that it's there? Yeah, I'm gonna open my book to check to make sure, like, um, the words are still there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, you open your book, and you are you are the only person in your group that has ever seen your your archfey, and so anyone else looking at this is not gonna have the impact on them. But you open your okay. book. And the first page is just your Archface face. And it's going to scream at you, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is going to be good. So if I have... A check mark next to my wisdom saving throws. What does that mean? It means that you means get to you have your proficiency bonus. Yeah, that means you're proficient in it. Oh, okay. Uh, a six then. Okay, you are knocked Oof. unconscious. Oof. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna slam the book closed if it isn't already closed. Uh, no. So, like, for you guys, you see her like, like looking at this book on the pedestal that she was reading. Check her own book. That you guys have seen her have ever since you met her. And she's probably very protective of it. And she, like, checks it almost as if she expected it not to be there. Pulls it up, opens it. You all hear a scream. But it's not her voice. And it's deep and powerful. And then you just see her seize up and fall to the floor. I'm gonna rush over and try to, uh... Check to see if there's a pulse. Okay. Medicine check. So, medicine. I'm going to look at the book. <laughs> the pages are blank. Seen total. Yeah, she's Wait, alive. I don't know. Okay, I'm looking at her book. The blade, The pages are blank. And I go look at the book on the pedestal. What book? On the pedestal. Uh, on the pedestal. There isn't any book there. So there's no book on the pedestal that she was reading from. Yeah, why? But she picked up both of them. Are they both in her in either hand or something? No, there's just the one book, her book. Hmm. But we, but we saw, saw her reading her. a book that did, wasn't hers. Did you see her reading a book? That's what I'm asking you since you're the DM. Okay, as a DM to as a DM to the players. You're not sure. So, insight check? On what? To see whether or not we're hallucinating, apparently. Good call. Yeah, but we wouldn't know that we would be. Right. Um, uh, actually, no. Make an insight check. Or what we see, or what we are seeing, is that real? Like, because right. we know she was reading two things. 
No, we don't. That's the whole thing. We're not sure. Um, Illusions, man. Uh, 12. No. <laughs> I guess there was only one book. Yeah, no, you saw her reading a book, then check her own book. She passed out. You ran up. There's only one book. Interesting. Uh, Vin, you wake up in a very similar world to the one you just... <laughs> Oh, to the one you were just in. Okay. Your comrades are lying on the ground, soundfully sleeping, and standing before what? you, curled up uh, and hover hovering in the air, is... Imagine if you took, like, a tall, feminine body and painted her to look like a palm tree. Okay. That's weird. Um, so I'm awake... All yeah. my friends are asleep on the ground. Right. And the and only thing you see a... that's the only thing that's different is that being, and there is no giant mushroom. Mm. Um so oh. uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna sort of slowly get up okay. and and back away a little bit and then uh, say yep. hello. Um so as you start to speak, your voice echoes. And as you sort of recognize that and sort of look at your surroundings a bit more, you've been here before. This is the realm that your consciousness went to when you first made contact with your Archfey. This is the realm of fairies and sprites and spirits. And you know that, that you are no longer on the material plane. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say... I'm going to greet the, um, the being and ask if it was the one that brought me here. So the creature, like, sort of curled up in a ball, sort of, like, unfurls herself and, like, plants her feet on the ground, like, sort of comes down. Everywhere she steps, grass, flowers blossom in her wake. And, and she walks up to you, and she has, like, lips and, like, facial features, but they don't move while she talks because fucking deities. Um... Why be bothered? Uh, and she she kneels. She's like much taller than you. Not just because you're a small size being, but she's like ten feet tall. Okay. And she like kneels down to your level and says, "I am Dryad." And yes, I did bring you here. Hold it. Good. I was pretty slow right. on uptake there. Okay. <laughs> like the second he said, it looks like a palm tree. I'm like, no fucking way. Um. Okay, um, I'm going to say, uh, we assisted your, uh, sister, Undine, and, uh, she requested we come, uh, seek you out and, uh, have you two, uh, reunited. Okay. Uh, she, you, it's at this point that you notice that her right arm stops at her elbow. Oof. Ooh. Um, and it looks like it's been torn off. Like, like it's like, it's like weathered there, you know, like ragged. Yeah. Um, and and she continues on. I know. I heard your, I heard through the whispers of the world what you spoke to her. 
and that she trusted you all to find me and the rest of our brothers and sisters. I'm sorry to tell you that you will not be able to find me yet. There's someone that you must help before you can see me. I will tell you a secret, and when you wake up, you must tell my guardian what that secret was, and he will give you the power he promised. But before you come to the rainforest to find me, you must go and visit the dwarves. They need your help. Okay. And she sort of just, like, leans over and, like, whispers words that mean absolutely nothing to you. It's like, the fox only trusts midnight. Like, it's it's some fucking vague, yeah. silly shit. Um, and then that sort of, like, you know, her breath, like, washes over you as, like, a warm sun sign. And then a moment later, you wake up. Okay. <gasps> Oh my god, guys! Um, sorry. I'm gonna like just jolt up and uh, say the words to uh, Mr. Mushroom. So yeah, your your friend like gets up and just babbles some bullshit that even in, a, in even even in another language you're like what? <laughs> uh, and, that makes no sense. And for what you all could only interpret as a mushroom laughing. Um, it, like, its eye, like, closes and it, like, jog, like jiggles up and down a little bit, like a ho, 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 sort of weird fucking noise, I don't know. Um, and then the, a, a pair of mushroom men, you know, come up out of the ground again, but right next to the, the this great mushroom, and they sort of, like, pull his membrane away, like, as if it was, like, a tent being opened. And inside, there is a, a, a maybe this tall, you know, just maybe five or so inches tall uh, shard of a bright blue crystal. Ooh. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, so I was briefly in the Fey Realms while I was unconscious, and... Uh, I, Dryad spoke to me, and... So, so she's here? Uh, she was in another plane. She says she is in the uh, rainforest on Yauzar Majora, yeah. right? Um, and we are to seek her out there, but first we must uh, visit the dwarfs, for they are in, in great need. Um, okay. And I'm not sure exactly what this is. Uh, well, I guess I step towards the crystal thing. Okay. The crystal almost gravitates towards your hand. Um, and as you... As it, uh, as you grab it, it like forms into a hand, a arm that is very humanoid, but as if it was a made of a palm tree. Oh. 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 Dark. 
uh, I explained to them the thing about the missing arm and uh, that's pretty much his reaction there. Dark. What? Boo. Boo on all of you. Yeah, boo. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Jeez. Could turn into a fish. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a moment later, after you see that, it turns back into its crystal form. Okay. Um. So, what do you guys think we should do with this? We should ask him what it does. Is it still alive now that it's given up this crystal? Uh, does the mushroom look like it's alive? So after you've taken it, um, yeah. and you know you've had this little interaction with your party members, it sort of it's it it rests its eye and sort of looks like it's if you could interpret it as sleepy. Uh, and it's and it sort of says in like a tired, like almost as if it was falling asleep. In Sylvan, the grove will no longer be. You all should probably be leaving. Okay, I'll convey that to our members. Okay. Read as we need to go now. Yeah. Yeah. GTFO. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and moments moments later, branches are starting to fall from the trees above you. And oh, fun. Awesome. And if this was a video game, like there would be like a timer running in the top left corner of your screen. Yeah, you have like two minutes to go. So we, we're booking it. Yeah. We're, we're booking it. Yeah. All right. Wait for me. I'm short and out of shape. So between the group of you, how about you all make um, uh, one strength save? And one dexterity save. Okay. Okay. Do you want one and then the other? Yeah, I'm going to go down and ask for everyone's strength save, and then I'm going to go down for uh, deck. So everyone get your strength save. Seconds. Ogden. Okay. Ogden. Not good. Uh, six. Okay. Four. And this is for the strength? Yeah. Yeah. I got a 15. Highland Karn. 21. Kenshi. Uh, 13. Vin. Uh, not 20 plus. Yeah. Um, you got it. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yes, you got it. Uh, yeah. it well, it, 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 it does matter, but it's good enough. <laughs> um, so, Ogden, you got a 6, and who else got less than 13? I met at 13, but I didn't get less than 13. And anyone else? No. Okay. So, um, Ogden is going to get pinned by a fallen branch. Oof. Who helps him? Also, uh... uh yeah, uh, probably going to go and pick him right back up. Also, Four. you took 12 damage from a fucking part of a tree falling on you. Okay, I remember this conversation about the door doing 12 damage, and a branch is unacceptable. Heh. <laughs> uh, Ow, <laughs> oh, that hurt like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a third of my health right there. Jesus. Don't get hit by another tree. Yeah. So who helps All him? Right. So. Uh, help me out, ladies. Sounds like Bork and Tenchi. Okay. Make uh, athletic checks. Oh yeah, more proficiency. Woohoo! Oh, oh, there is no 
Athletics is a okay, skill, fine. it's the fourth one down. Fuck. Not helping. 16 from Bork. 16 and, and what? 12. Oh, yeah. Between the between the three of you, you're able to get it off of him, and you guys continue going. Dexterity saving okay. throws. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Sorry, Hayden. This is not this is not your dice today. No, 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 no. no, no. Dexterity next. Yeah, you know, dexterity. I'm about to do a lot worse. Ogden. For Dex is a total of fifteen. Bork. Damn. Uh, seventeen. Common Karn. X. Yeah. Okay. I expect no less than 20 from you. <laughs> <laughs> you are the elf. <laughs> 15. Okay. I am disappointed. Vin? Vin? Wait, wait, you'll be real disappointed. Uh, not one for a total of six. Alright. <laughs> oh, no. And Vin? I don't say attention. Yeah. And Vin? Four. Okay. Woo! I didn't fuck up that bad. Well, you fucked up as hard as you could. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I rolled a two. Hey. Oh, okay. Never mind. I did fuck up worse. Never mind. I take it back. Okay. So the the two of you trip on the same, like, writhing mass of vines. Um, who helps them? Ogden. Fork. Only fair. Okay. I'll help you. Fork is probably a little bit stronger to help, uh. Oh, Tenchi. Uh, make weapon attacks. Okay. As they're both, like, bound up by vines. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and use my channel divinity to give me a plus ten to that roll. Oh, thank okay. god! <laughs> Alright. Uh, that's not that's, good, otherwise. That's a 23 to hit. Oh, you guys don't need to roll to hit. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, what? We're not rolling. J- just roll damage. Rolling. Oh, we're rolling damage. You don't need to roll to hit to use a machete to clear a path. Alright, well, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not using my child of vanity then. Right. I have slow fall now? Fuck! Now, read it care- 10. 10 damage? 10 damage. Okay. Uh, 7 for me. Okay, yeah, you guys are do enough to knock the, the vines off of your comrades and pull them <laughs> up. Um, a mo- moments later, you guys break out of the grove, only to, like, look back and see it, like, falling in on itself. But you can't take much time to listen to that until you hear uh, a bear roaring um, and look over to where your horses are, and there is something that is kicking Silvertongue's ass. All right. Uh, into combat. Also, hold on. Hold on a second. Did I take damage from being wrapped in vines? No. Okay. So. What is it? Um, you all see, um, let's see, it's a writhing sort of mass of plant life that has stone teeth, no facial features, and, um, is, uh, is at this current time, like, it's almost, if you made an ooze out of plant life. Oof, that's rough. It has, like, yeah. limbs of, like, writhing, uh, like, vine-like tendrils, um, and, like, stones and moss and uh, fungus, like, swirling around in its, in its mass. And it is, like, hugging Silvertongue and 
pulling it into its body. All right, initiatives. Uh, yeah. Let's just let yeah. let's just fucking get it. Yeah. I'm gonna have revenge this time. All right, Vin. Yeah, I'm glad I have revenge. Vin. Oh, I. No, I got I'm a... telling you, don't need to roll initiative. Your initiative is set to thirty for this combat. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Got you. Um, Ogden, what'd you get? You got a ten total. Bork. Eleven. Havan Karn. Twenty. Yeah. There's your twenty, Hayden. <laughs> Uh, Tenchi. 22. Okay. Uh, it is your initiative, then. Uh, what do you do? Um, what, what range am I at? Probably around 40 to 50 feet. Probably, let's just call it 40 feet. Um, I'm trying to pull up my, my spell. I, I'm fairly certain Eldritch Blast could reach it if you're using Eldritch Blast. Oh, 120 feet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, 17? Uh, you hit it. Oh, no. And that is one eleven. Um, okay, you deal twenty one damage. Okay. Uh, so you, you loose your Eldritch bolt like you've done dozens, thousands of times in your life, but this one is different. Normally, you know, you loose your bolt of energy and it has a little bit of like that arch fey flair to it. Like your 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 Eldritch Bolt is gonna look different from a warlock who derives their power from the Archfiend. You know, there's gonna be subtle differences in your guys' magics and their appeal. But you like throw it out like you're like, alright, just boom, Eldritch Blast. But it's twice as as huge and it has like gold light shining off of it and leaves like flying off in the wind behind it dude, and just slams into this thing with much more force than you thought you were capable of. Whoa. For the, uh, Whoa. if you use Eldritch Bolt for the rest of this combat, add 10 damage to all your rolls. <laughs> nice. Oh man. As if that thing wasn't powerful enough. All right. This rules. Tenji, you're up. Um, so I'm, this thing is within shooting distance, so it's probably within running distance, too. Yeah. 40 feet away. Okay. Yeah, it's 40, 40 feet. feet. Well, I can move up to it all at once and do what I do best and punch the ever-loving shit out of it. Um, I'm going to punch it and then do flurry of blows, so three dice. Okay. Uh, roll it out. 
First one is a total of 20. Okay. That hits. Second one is a total of 24. Not a natural 20, but fucking close. Same thing for the third one. Okay. Wow, what are the odds? So all three of those hit. Yeah. Roll damage. Each one is going to do plus three. Uh, six plus four is ten, plus five is fifteen. This thing is not prone and cannot, uh, hold on. What are the saves for those? Um, not prone if it makes a dexterity track against 12 BC. It passes. And it cannot take reactions until the end of your next turn. No will save. Or no save of any kind. What? That's fucking ridiculous. Damn. Suck on that. Oh, Correct. you're... It's until the end of my next turn. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. That makes more sense. Um, yeah. But uh, you notice something, Tenshi, now that you're close to it. Mm-hmm. This creature has a mark that is burning, like like searing its flesh, uh, like near, flesh. Its, near its throat, as it were. Uh, the symbol is of a burning hammer. Burning hammer? Like a hammer that's just on fire, or it's just a hammer? Well, like, like it's, it's a hammer, but the symbol is, like, smoldering. Okay. Okay. Uh, who is next? Uh, Haman Khan, you're next on initiative. Hunter's Mark. <laughs> Got him. Fucking dude, original Hunter's Mark. And then I shoot him with the bow. Whoa! You're blowing my mind, dude. <laughs> Roll it out. Alright. Uh, what did you roll to hit it? Uh, Alright. Oh, Hold on. You gotta roll to hit it for it to yeah. do damage. Hey, that was telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Alright. Uh, roll the hit. Oh, gosh. Why is this damn thing? Hold on. I gotta refresh this one. <laughs> okay, there we go. What dice roll are you using? I'm d- I'm using the 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 wizards of the toast one. Really? Because I have absolutely no problem with it at all. Yeah, I I it's just my computer. That's gotcha. The problem. I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. All right, what'd you get, Pit? I got oh jeez, um, not nothing good. Um, I rolled a five. <laughs> So your total is what? Um, wow, why am I brain farting on this right now? It'd be plus your uh, attack, my, my attack bonus. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. So, um, uh, twelve. Unfortunately, not. Yeah. Okay, real quick. So the hammer symbol. Oh, hold on. The hammer symbol, I guess, would look a little something. Uh, let's go ahead and say like that without the circle. Okay. 
Um, okay. Next on the initiative order is the creature. Um, the creature is going to like churn its body on Silver Tongue's body, or whatever, and then expel him out the back of it. It is then going oh, to slam and make a slam attack against Tenchi. Uh, yeah, okay. And that is a 14 and a 24. And a 24? Yeah. So two attacks. Yes. First one misses, second one misses. Okay. And I'm going to do what Tension does the best and uh, parry that motherfucker. Okay. So it's 1d6 plus my dexterity dice. Right. Four. Okay, you take 12 damage. <laughs> Better than 16. Can't so hate that. 25 is 13. God damn it, Kenny. So after its one arm hits you, it's going to start to like. It's going to, like, hit and then, like, start to, like, wrap onto you. Like, just grow onto you. Make it a, uh, make a grapple check. A post grapple check? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a set DC. I have to beat a 17 with athletics, right? I didn't tell you what the DC was. No, but that's what I'm doing. It's athletic plus my proficiency. Right. Okay. Six total. God okay, man. so this thing is going to wrap its mass around you and shove your body into itself, just like how Silvertongue was, who is, by the okay. way, unconscious on the ground behind it. Great, great, great. And uh, you are engulfed. You are blinded, restrained, and unable to breathe. Great! Yep. Well, at least it can't make reactions. Hey! Yeah! I got it once. Fork, <laughs> uh, you're up. Alright. So, my character is going to be running up 30 feet, and I'd like to be able to cast Bless on the, the three Nicolaus, so myself, Ogden, and <laughs> Tenchi. Okay. I'm inside the bench. See? I, if, yeah. if I'm allowed to, to cast it on Tenchi as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, cool. So, you get a... D4 get on your saving throws and attack rolls. Roll a D4. Oh, yeah. Saving it's throws it's blessed. And all, all right, of its, all of its glory. Okay. Ogden, oh, you're up. So, Silvertongue is absolutely unconscious, but not dying. Correct. He is unconscious in his elf form on the ground. Okay, so he went in as a bear came out of the Great. Well, in that case, in this, you said this thing was 40 feet away from us? Yes. Alright, well, I'm going to run forward, much as uh, Bork did, 
I, as a bonus action, am going to cast Sanctuary on Tenshi, so that uh, any creature who attacks the warrior creature with uh, an attack or a harmful spell must first make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, you choose a new target, lose the attacker spell. So, Warding Tenshi as a bonus action, and then casting uh, Spirit Weapon. As a uh, as bonus? a standard, as I run twenty feet or I'm sorry, twenty five feet towards the creature. Okay. So yeah. wait. So the spirit weapon will make an attack. How did you cast two spells? Which one of them is a bonus action? The sanctuary is a bonus action. And, wow. And uh, spiritual weapon is actually also a bonus action, but I'm electing to use that as a standard. I'm kind of surprised that it's not the other way around. Yeah. No sanctuary is a bonus action. That's awesome. Yeah, they both are. Seems <laughs> to be great. So yeah. Boom boom. And then the spiritual weapon will attack, assume, unless there's any issues with that. I don't have one. Alright. Using my base attack bonus, it's going to box. Okay. So, no. Alright, and if you have reset. I'm rolling my shit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll that one skill check, but then, then you're after up. that, nope, it's been shit. Some more dice? I might need some more wine. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it until you think you're rolling well. That's it. Ben, what you got? Dice and red one? Yeah. <laughs> um, put your finger. Um, I am going to do. Uh, help. Um, I wanted to do Hell of a Week, but I realized I can't do that because it's reaction. Uh, Elder Blast. Okay, go for it. Ten. Twenty. What's what's the hit? T- ten to hit. Pray not to miss. Oh right. That's not nothing. Um. Anything else for your turn? Um. Can I do a perception check? Like, what do I... Uh, yeah. What do you want to check? Look at the creature more. Okay. Oh, I got a nat 20 on that. Woo. It looks like this. Okay. Oh, that's messed up. That's real, uh... That's quite the uh, monster. That's messed up. Yep. You discern that it is a large-sized plant creature, um, and uh, you do not see any eyes, ears on it, and uh, you can tell that the bark that's on its surface in a lot of areas is probably providing it some small form of armor. Okay. Not from the inside. Alright, well, that's my turn, okay. I guess. Tenchi. Um, uh, I'm still bound and restrained and all that mess stuff. Yes. So, would you like to make an escape DC? Yeah. And that would be uh, acrobatics? Would, uh, or athletics, whichever you want. Let's go with acrobatics. Make sure that higher bonus you want. Makes sense. 
Nope. You're still restrained, blinded, and unable to breathe. Okay. It is Harmon Karn's turn. Alright. I'm going to do the bow thing again. Give him the business. I'm going to try this again. Right. Yo, last time wasn't good enough. Got to do it again. Do it right this time. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. The sights on your bow are off. So, yeah, man, that's what happens to the uh, mechanics change. Yeah, the, the iron sights are, are a little right, on the dusty. How much? 15. Well, that hits. 15, Roll damage. 15. And that's 2d8 right. because it's damage already, so you could Colossus Slayer. Oh, nice. I get 2d8. So it's two, 2d8 plus 1d6 plus uh, 1d4. Yep. 2d8, 1d6, 1d4. <coughs> All right. So that's, uh, and that would be 2d8 plus 3? Yeah, it's 2d8 plus 3 plus 1d6 plus 1d4. Right. Okay, so 13, uh, 3 and 3. Okay, so 19 damage. Yeah. Okay, a good hit. Um, you got anything else for your turn? Um. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna. Um, where, 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 like, where, where, where are like all of our positions right now? Well, okay. I'm inside uh, of it. <laughs> yeah. Bork is rushing towards it, but rushing to the side so that he can flank it. And I'm assuming that. Your character. I'm going for the straightest possible route because I'm slow. Yeah. Right. And I'm kind of chilling maybe like 20, 30 feet away, I guess. Okay. Just sort of back a little bit. I don't got any melee shit, so. Alright. I'm just going to take like one step back. And then, okay. And then that's it. Dick. <laughs> so, can you guys see this at all? Focus a little bit. Uh, yeah. This is the Grove. These two people are Vin and uh, Harmon Karn. Mm-hmm. These two people yeah. are Bork and... Uh, Ogden, this snake thingy is the baddie, and you can infer that Tenchi is also in that square. And then behind it is Silvertongue. Okay. Okay, instead of taking one step back, I'll take two steps forward, actually. That's the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. One step forward. I thought I was was closer to it than I was. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean... You're way back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless it's going to start throwing vines at you, you should be safe at range. Yeah. Uh, can it do that? No. Um, <laughs> thanks for the idea, though. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's initiative. Um, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Good luck. Okay. 
if oh, you're talking to yeah, me, just like just 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 attention. Okay. And you are also blessed, so you get that. Right, so you better roll that D4 as well. Yay! I actually don't get a modifier. I actually don't get a modifier, so my constitution can use a 10. No, wait. Constitution, never mind. I want a sanctuary there. It adds a plus D4. Yeah, it can't be, they, he can't be targeted by an attack. Okay. What? And... There's my rolls! 24 total! Alright. You are not being digested. Yay! <laughs> Gotta set that bar low. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't breathe, I can't move, I can't do anything, but I'm not being digested. So that's good. Good things. Nice. It is going to, like, lumber forward and uh, make a slam attack <laughs> on each of the melee combatants in front of it, which would be Ogden and... Uh, Ogden and Borg. I don't know why I struggle with that so hard. It's fine. You have a real trouble with keeping my character. I've got a 25 on Borg and a 24 on uh, Ogden. Bye, guys! Or should I say, welcome to the party? I mean... Boy, this thing gets like a goddamn truck. It probably is about the same. Any reaction to that? Alright, well that's 16 damage to Bork and 15 damage, or uh, sorry, 14 damage to Ogden. Ow. Ow. Pretty much. And um, let's just let's just add some randomness to this. Alright. Oh boy. Bork. Um, make a grapple check. Oh god. Do I add anything to that? Yeah, you you either make it's you make a skill check, either athletics or acrobatics. Okay. That is a seventeen. Okay. You are not grappled. Woo! But because it attempted to engulf you, uh, Tenchi, you are going to be um, deposited in the space behind. You could just say shout out. <laughs> well, there's our R rating for the night. Yeah. No, it would say it'd be R if I said fucking shout out. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. But don't 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 say fuck. That's a little fucking obscene. <laughs> anyway, um, am I conscious? Is the question. Well, what's your hit points? Thirteen. Then yes, you're conscious. No, oh, because he came out unconscious, so that was not bad. Right. Yeah, but he also is at zero hit points. Yay! I want to fix that. <laughs> just, just as a player, no, we might want to fix that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm a little concerned. Okay. Um, what is it? Uh, it is Bork's initiative. Alright, well, first off, I'm pissed at it, so I'm going to do the, the vow of... Amenity? Amenity. Right. That's advantages on attack rolls, right? Yes. Okay. okay. And... I guess I'm going to try to attack it. 
Okay. Since I'm, since I'm, uh, it's right in front of me, obviously, since it tried to grapple me. Yeah, I mean, it, it hit you with its fist. Now you should hit it with your weapon. That makes pretty good yeah. sense to me. It's, that makes sense. Alright, so that is a 17 hit. You hit him. Alright. Are you going to give him just the regular business, or are you going to declare a smite? Say that again? Are you going to just hit him, or are you going to declare it as a smite? Um. Oh, the smite, give us the frost. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this the smite. Alright. So, what does that add? That adds 2 to 8. Sorry. No, you're fine. Sense. While you're figuring out your damage, I'll, I'll do some flavor here. So you raise okay. your weapon up, and sort of, as if you called her yourself, a sort of uh, visage of Undine, like, sprouts up from behind you and above you, and, like, throws, like, water into the air, and it, like, rains down on you and all of your allies, and at that moment, all of your weapons are enchanted with 1d4 frost damage for... My uh, age turned into possibles. No, no, it's... I do 19 damage. Did you add the 1d4 cold? No, I didn't. You should do that. You should tell me roll 1d4. Oh, I also have, um, wait, so for the cold, or? What, what do you mean? You do 1d4 cold damage. Okay, you? then I do 2d4, because I also have, um, blessed. Don't I? Bless, or is that okay? Bless is only That's for okay. to hit, not That's for damage. Okay. That would be amazing if it was just like, do fucking d4 on everything. Fuck it, who cares? Right. That, that's three more than what I said, so I said 19, so... That would be 26. 16. Huh? Okay. Wait. Wait, sorry. I had 19 plus 3, whatever math is. Yeah, that's 22. 22. I'm terrible at math, guys. It's fine. Um, I was being a little backwards, too. So. Okay, I so you... Like you said, you can check our mass and send your pizza roll. Oh, by the way, um, Haman Karn, you do not get that 1d4 cold. Okay. You already have it. Oh, okay. Yours is permanent. She gives it to everyone else when she smites. Right. Okay. I just wanted to point that out, because you, for once, are actually in the range of that ability. Right. Um, cool. Uh, is that, is there anything else for you? Mm. Um, can I take a half? No, can I do actually do a movement? Because I did the the n n n n n n t. But that's a bonus action. Like, inside it still? No, I'm not inside it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she didn't get engulfed. She, she oh, right. grappled out of it. Um, so can I move back away from it? Yes, and, but if you do, it will get an attack opportunity. Yeah, well, the, the five foot adjustment is thing. not a thing in fifth edition. You can disengage. You can disengage, but you've no, already. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I can do that. Not um, this turn. You've already used your action. It. Yep. Um, well, it's already going to try to attack me later on because I'm right in front of it. Right. So. Yeah, I'm going to try to move back uh, probably about 20 feet. Okay, so you want to, like, get back to your ranged buddies? Around there, yeah. Just okay. About 20 feet-ish. Hey, you lucked out. It missed. Woo! All right, guys. Okay. Um, Ogden, you're up. 
Alright, so I'm within melee range of it, or do I still have to move? You're in melee range. Oh, okay. also, because the two of you got in the melee range of it, you notice that embering, like, burning hammer symbol on it. Yeah. So, making a religion check as a standard. Um, I'm... Nah, I'm cool with giving you guys, like, a skill check a turn. Especially if it's, like, like looking at shit, you know? Yeah, so that hammer that scorched into it, does uh-huh. it look anything like Morden's hammer? Simple? Oh, no, you immediately would be able to identify it as Morden's hammer. Oh, okay, is... then, uh, uh, stop caring. I'm gonna yeah. attack the shit out of this yeah. Alright, right. first off, spirit weapon. Right. With my bonus, that's going to be a nice, a solid 20. That hits? It, 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 as you probably can infer, it doesn't get the cold damage. It does, yeah, yeah, spirit weapon doesn't okay. get cold damage. 1d8 plus my wisdom, so 11 damage total. All right. Okay. I'm going to attack with my hammer. And that's pretty nice. That's going to be a total of... Plus my strength. Uh, 17 to hit on that one. You hit it. All right. And this one does get the cold damage. And that is going to be... Nine total physical and one extra cold damage, and I'm going to use a bonus action to attack him again. Okay. That one might not hit. That's going to be a ten total. No, I'm afraid not. Nah, I always waste my bonus actions. All right. You got to go for it, man. You know. Yeah. Right. Oh, did you add the one? Um, oh, that's right. Does bless add the hit? Yeah. Yeah. That's two hit and save the Yep, 1d4 to hit. Did you get a 4? Yeah, 14 to hit total. That'll that'll do it. You clutched it out. Bless getting work done. And he's blessed. Alright, so 5 melee damage and additional 1 cold damage. Oh, it doesn't get the cold damage as well. It's first hit every turn. Oh, first hit, okay. Yeah, otherwise 1d4 on Tenshi's fist would just double his damage. Which would be kind of nice. No, fuck you guys. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so sorry. Bullshit for who? Uh, me? Well, then... (laughs) Too fucking bad. Sorry, so what was your your physical damage? Yeah. Say what? What was your physical damage? (laughs) Um, that one was a five. Okay. Okay. Um... Alright, initiative resets. Vin, you're up. Alright. I hate things. Once again, I'm going to try and hit this thing with Elder's Glass. Gotcha, go for it. It's just so pretty. God damn it. I just imagine the bolt just flying, like, directly over my head. Uh, that would give me a seven. Mm, Not so much. Yeah. That's with blessed. Oh, well. Well, she's not not blessed. Yeah, Yeah, even with blessed, it wouldn't help. Okay, well, that was my turn. Yep. Uh, Tenchi. Alright, uh, being moved back up from is actually a five foot, uh, action for me, so, yeah, didn't take that. Okay. Um, it is is now flanked. It is now flanked. Woohoo! So I'm gonna run up to him and make an attack plus martial arts attack, so two attacks. You don't need to move. Oh, okay. It's creepy you directly behind it. It yeah. doesn't have projectile poop. Well, it was pooping and walking, so I thought maybe it, I'd it, be like five, ten. It, it moved and then pooped. Okay, fair. 
So I'm gonna make my attack roll with advantage. Okay, they actually came out to be the same thing. So first hit is 21. Right. And does the advantage also happen for the second attack roll? No, it's just the first one, I believe. Okay. Oh, and right, the one before. Alright. So the first one was a 21 total, and the next one was a 12 total. Oh, uh, it was a what total and then a 12 total? A 21 and then a 12. Okay, so one hit. Okay. Roll 1d4 plus another 1d4. Yep, so it's like a hit with the other one anyway. Yep. So, total of 5, and then for the ice roll, or the cold damage roll, am I still adding my dexterity modifier to that? Uh, no. No, no, no. Okay. It's just 1d4 plus your dex plus 1d4 cold. So, a total of 6 damage. Okay. You're going to hear someone yell behind you, Move, friend! And Tenchi just, like, jumps out of the way and hits the dirt. Okay. Um, from where, from behind where Tenchi was, everyone else can see a ram of impressive size run into the back of this creature. Hmm. God damn. Tight. Um, and that ram just, like, Slamming into it in the back is going to deal uh, 12 damage to it. Jesus. Damn. And uh, it's Silver Tongue in the form of a giant ram. I think you kind of got that. That's cool. Hell yeah. Okay. Um... Bork's opinion of Silver Tongue has just increased. <laughs> like, I imagine it's like a, like a Telltale game, like. Bork will remember this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. It is... Uh, Harmon Karn's turn. Alright, let's do this again. But for really real. Yeah. Doing it for real. For... Oh, God damn it. I take it it's not going to be for real. Yeah, it's a, a ten. <laughs> damn. Don't forget your 1d4. Yeah. Okay, 14. That hits. Wait, wait, did Bless affect, wait, did Bless affect him? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, does it? I don't know, actually. Well, who... How many people got blessed? All the mail lists. Okay, then, yeah. Then, okay, so... Then, uh, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, okay. Sorry, sorry. No, so far. Um... I Okay, it's the uh, creature's turn, and it is going to commit both of its slam attacks to Ogden. Oh, 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 this is bad. I'm sorry. Woo. He is the healer. What do we do? Does an 11 and a 13 hit you? What were they? 11 and 13. <laughs> block, block. <laughs> yeah, full plate. <laughs> You know the reason I sunk, somewhat, I sunk my favor into that? Right. <laughs> because you really do like nice things. Bork, you're up. Alright. So, I am 20 feet away from this thing. Yeah. I'm going to charge it. You're going to run at it and make an attack at the end of your charge. Yes. And I'm also going to smite it as well. Well, provided you hit it. 
provided I hit it, which I have advantage to hit it. Right. Plus my, my 1d4. I mean, but you know, who knows, right? For sure. Who knows? Could roll like me. Because the first one I rolled was an 18. Okay. So yeah. I hit um, it. You, so you smite it? I'm, I'm divine smiting it and I'm targeting it. Alright, it's dead. Hey! <laughs> Does it just have like 1 HP left? It had like 12, but like realistically, you would have to really, really fuck up those damage dice to. Yeah, because that, that's 2d8 and a d12. And doesn't your charger give you like plus 5 damage on plus the five, Yeah, like it, it wasn't gonna survive that shit. Normally. Yeah, you pretty much had it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Ogden was down to 6 HP. That got a little scary there for a second. Welcome to my world. Alright, so this thing is going to fall apart, and a burning image of a hammer is going to, like, rise up and then dissipate. Alright, so, yeah, now I'm going to do a knowledge religion on what the fuck that was. Sure. Um, And she's already got an idea, and this is rare, so... And my religion might fail me with a grand total of a 10. Do I get to add bless to that? No. <laughs> what? No. It's a skill check, right? No, it's fucking no. saving throws. Yeah. Saving throws and attack rate. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, you don't recall that as any religious symbol symbolism. Alright, no, I don't have any idea. Vin, you make anything of this? Would you have to make a any sort of roll to remember what the mushroom had said earlier? The mushroom had said earlier? No, you're a person. You can think. So Tenchi just stops. It, that, the fight is done. He just immediately just kind of goes back to where he's Did anyone else see the hammer? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, and while we're just uh, sitting around resting, I'm going to go ahead and cast Prayer of Healing. Cool. And just heal everyone for a fuck time. So there's this burning hammer on his chest, and the mushroom guy said that the man in black came... With a hammer. Anyone else making that connection, or is it just me? No, that keeps mine Or uh, using, rather. Hammer. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the man in black came with a hammer. This thing had a hammer insignia on its chest. Damn it, now I remember what one of the questions I wanted to ask was. What? Was there any insignias on the on the man in black? But no, I've never fucking asked it. Alright, so, we uh... if we find her. In in the in the wake of the creature, there is a small black iron hammer on the ground. I'll pick it up. Do, 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 do. I like hammers. <laughs> Yay! Uh, no, I'm sorry, you, as a player, this is just like screaming red flag in my head. Bork, you yes. you don't want to give it to him. Okay. Oh boy. So like you you sort of like gesture that you're gonna offer it to him, and then don't. You, like, keep it to yourself. Uh, mm. I can keep passing my prayer of healing. We're gonna need this. Gotcha. After ten minutes, everyone within the vicinity receives 11 HP. Thank you. We're gonna need that. Okay. Does that include me? Yeah. Like, I'm already not but I don't know if I should do that quick. Oh. I'm, I'm not like you this. might not be possessed. Yeah. And it's a quarter past ten, so that means to me that that's a good place to end it tonight. So. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I 
do this. I do this was the. I do this was the, I do, I do this was the cliffhanger. I do this was the. Just slam, slam the credits. Right. Red fucking flag, so big. I'm pretty sure they saw it from the space station. <laughs> Uh, you never pick up the thing left behind uh, by a burning creature. Anyway, uh, so if you want to join us next week where we pick up this campaign, I'm your DM, <laughs> Kenny, and these are my wonderful players. Uh, <laughs> have a great right, night. Guys. Goodbye. <laughs>